Hey, I'm Nashi. I'm Rizlar. And I'm Frosty. Welcome back to the Value Pack. Hold on, I have to gear, I have to gear check Nash right now. Alright, that is a full job. Dude, he CC'd me out of dance. What's happening? Oh, Rizlar! People look at you like you're crazy, and they refuse to admit <laughs> that it's pay to win, and just scream that it's pay to convenience! It's pay to convenience! Big money, big money, big money, big, big money. money! Oh shit, we got it! We fucking got it! And welcome everybody to another episode of The Value Pack. We're going to try and make this relatively quick, but we do have quite a few things to get to, including several weeks of comments to catch up on. Um, before we kind of get into anything here, uh, <laughs> I feel like shit. Nayashi might have to leave, uh, at some point in the day, in the, uh, in the show, because, uh, he's got shit he's gotta take care of. So, uh, yeah, bit of a scuffed week, bit of a scuffed week, but, uh, a lot of Global Labs changes that we gotta get to, including some, uh, Musumewa stuff. So, uh, you know, we're gonna try and power through, make it happen, get through all the comments, you know? Uh, but first, before we get to any of that, gotta thank our lovely patrons, Hawaiian I Has Issues, Jeremy Johnson, Kalahad, Melt On Your Mouth, Minaria, Slytech, Talus X, Septum, and thanks. Appreciate you guys for supporting the show and everybody else that is, uh, supporting us on our individual Twitch streams. Uh, all that stuff can be found in the description of the video or audio or whatever you're, uh, consuming the podcast on. Uh, all right, so Frosty is uh, currently drawing up the list of things to talk about, uh, but I think because Nayashi has to leave soon, we should probably talk about the Musa Mewa stuff first, yeah? Yeah, we could start with that. So reworks first. Uh, also, just a, a full... What is this? Uh, like a... What, what's, that, what's that message called? I forget the term for it. At the like start of a movie or a show that's like... Uh, disclaimer? Yeah, like a disclaimer. Here we go. Full. Like, here's the disclaimer. Uh, I do apologize ahead of time for any Musas, Maywas, or Dark Knights who are going to be upset uh, during the taping of this show. <laughs> Why? <laughs> That's all. I have to do that now because those uh... are the three classes that have had a major, major issue. There's a lot of Frosty insults going around these DK discords. Oh, man. Right? A lot of them. Yeah, well, you know, you can't kill one wizard and all of a sudden you think you're the king of balance, you know? Yeah. All right. Ready. Ready when you are. All right. So let's start with Musa Mewa. We already, what do you mean ready when you are? We already started. <laughs> okay, all right. Musa Mewa. Sorry. All right. All right now I'm ready all to right. start the show. Wrestler, do the intro. <laughs> all right. So uh, Mewa. You got the, the big thing for Musa Mewa is your guys for Chase and Awakening. Hey, this is proof positive that they only care about Awakening classes, right? I, For, yeah, it has to be. <laughs> uh, no, Chase in general is no longer going to be affected by move speed slows uh, at all. So if you get hit uh, while you're in Chase or you have a slow debuff on you, increase or decrease of movement speeds no longer affect Chase, so it'll always move at its normal consistent speed. Um, the downside being that Chase is... Uh, only the forward Chase is actually faster than before, and it is a lot faster. But back Chase... Pre-awakened chase or not. So, Nayashi, you speak for all mooses and maywas here when it comes to chase. What are your feelings well, on this Don't say I speak change? for mooses. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright, so this change is actually pretty significant. Um, it's going to basically change the game for 
Musume was as far as like just you know doing any sort of PvP content, whether it's large scale or one v one. The the fact that Chase isn't being you know slowed down by any sort of uh, debuffs is going to be huge. Um, because our positioning is key, and that's what gets us caught all the time and killed, is just being slowed. It's just too easy for some classes to manage that. Um, not every class, admittedly, but for some, it's just way too easy, especially the meta classes. But, um, yeah, having the ability to just, like, not get touched by slows anymore for our movement is huge. Yeah, I kind of have a feeling, like, this will probably go a, a a patch or two before they decide to uh, revert it. <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be hard to say. Um, especially when you consider all the damage increases and cooldown adjustments that they've been doing. May was looking really, really strong. Okay, so um, that, if we could just get that clipped. Oh, because no, well, the thing is, is like, it's <laughs> right now, dude, It it there's this crazy thing going on where if you feel even a little bit positive about your class you just get, you get shit hate. on by yeah. everybody well, and it's like, i mean so yeah. i, I want to ask you this i want to get your overall take because i know there's obviously things that aren't perfect and this is true with every class there's a bunch of things yeah. that you want and a bunch of things that the class still needs and i have advocated for you guys forever to just give sleet step the iframe um that's like a major one but i yeah. just yesterday i was reading a comment is separate from the the podcast that was saying that Maywaz didn't get anything they asked for and that none of the changes so far address any issues with Maywa whatsoever. So I just don't see with damage increases and movement increases and chase not being affected by slow how that's possible. But what so, from your point can, of view, if you could Yeah. Yeah. So I understand what they're saying. Like basically I even kind of stated that Last week or two weeks ago, right? Was it two weeks ago? Yeah, yeah, weeks a couple ago. weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, two weeks ago. So basically, the issue is like our original outlined issues with our class wasn't really damaged. Now, however, with what they're doing with all the reworks, damage is obviously going to be needed to be increased, which is what they have been doing. So our damage is insane on the reworks. Mm -hmm. um, that being said, the, the main issues that we were always dealing with was getting slowed. Um, lacking iframes to deal with grabs, which also could be used for damage mitigation in large scale or just avoiding debuffs in some cases. And um, the other thing was just uh, um, basically defensively we were we were pretty squishy. Like, but it's. That's understandable considering we're a rat class. You know, we're using our positioning to our advantage and whatnot. But Chase was outdated. And when you compare that to, you know, say the newer classes like Nova and whatnot, we felt kind of really left behind in 2017. Um, so that's why some of those players were feeling that way. Even I was kind of suggesting that in a way um, two weeks ago, admittedly. It's like, I was saying that I still felt like they didn't really address our issues. Mm -hmm. So now that we're on week two, um, they have addressed one major issue, which is the slows affecting Chase, which is huge. So that's good. That's solid. Um, 
I still would like to see an iframe, at least on Sleet Stub. Yeah. And if they do that, I will not complain anymore about anything. P PA, I think make I it happen. Yeah, I want to hear a happy Nayashi for the first time in my life. It's been two <laughs> years. They, It'll be a monumental give, day. <laughs> all right, so hold on. Let me preface this. They, if they give Sleet Step an iframe or Stigma an iframe, I don't care which one. It, either one's fine. Um, if they give them an iframe, I will not complain about Awakening ever again, basically, right. with how the current word works are. Obviously, we know there's probably going to be some adjustments, so we'll see where those land. Um. But overall, it's it's extremely strong right now, um, in my opinion. Right. Um, without without really looking at other classes too much, um, but large scale will be really fun for sure with what they currently did. So let me with can I ask with, Reslar something real quick in in relation to what you said? Yeah, yeah I want to ask Reslar this because oh, I want to get a different point of view because Reslar's class didn't have this until seismic, but. The reason why, when, when I see what the damage is on Mewa, and I know their playstyle, for me, I have a hard time believing that a, a lot of this new damage and AoE increase doesn't solve some of the issues for like large scale or even trading because damage, it can cover up a lot of your problems. <laughs> and like when you have like seismic blast, you run up, like the class feels a lot better or, or Nova or Sage and like their primes, like just the pure damage, regardless of what else they're kit did is like just that damage is like puts in this insane amount of pressure on people where they're instantly forced to like run away so am i crazy in thinking that if you buff the damage to like really high levels which is what mewa feels like every mewa that's actually been on and tested the damage like dude these i can't believe this is how much damage this stuff does is that not impactful in like large scale or even so like 1v1 trading are you asking Reslar's I, I want to hear Reslar's opinion on it okay. and your, and yours, but let me hear Reslar's. Okay. So is the question, does just giving a class insane damage help it cover up its other flaws? Like, is that essentially yeah, what you're asking? exactly. Like, for example, Nova oh, yeah, doesn't 100%. have an iframe, right? Like, Nova in Awakening has no iframe, but... And well, obviously they want one. But it's still, like, everyone still hates Nova. It's like, dude, get this class out of my fucking face. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can just look at pre-seismic Zerker versus post-seismic, right? So outside of Q-Buff, right, which has always been an issue since the dawn of time, essentially, and at least since the dawn of Awakenings, right? Outside of Q-Buff, pre-seismic Zerker, kind of a meme, right? Um, has a lot of damage in Ancient Wave Split Shot, for sure, but there's other classes that do similar, if not more, damage and also can be a lot more protected in almost everything right. they do. Then they give Zerker Seismic. Now Zerker has way more damage than basically anyone else in the game except for maybe Nova. And it's like, okay, yeah, this is now fine. And like... We still complain about being, like, a lot of unprotected stuff, right? It's still frustrating getting, like, CC'd out of nowhere in the middle of trying to get your burst off. We still complain about Giant Leap not actually being an iframe, right? We still complain about all of these things. But it's like, yeah, but, you know, at least we have Seismic now. So it's like, it's definitely a not feels as bad as it did before sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, there's I a reason why since Seismic came out, I actually haven't re-rolled off of Zerker since Seismic came out. 
before Seismic came out, I went back and forth to Zerker constantly every like few months. Right. Like I'd play Zerker for five months and then I'd go play Archer for like three months and then I'd play Zerker for four months and then I'd go play Wizard for two months. Because I was like so frustrated with the class, right? Um, but now with Seismic, it's like yeah, it still has problems, but I mean Seismic. <laughs> <laughs> but you're blowing people up. No, yeah, you're but, you're feeling on yeah. damage covering up some of the holes. So, like in the case where you use Nova as an example, I think there's also something else, another aspect of that. Yes, they have insane damage, so they can get in and blow people up and then get out right away. Right. Um, they have the mobility mm -hmm. and they have utility in form of vacuums and a grab, and they have a an SA four guard. Um, you know. They have everything. Shield. They they have everything. So like I can understand why they don't have an iframe, and I know Novas will probably hate on that. But come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm saying, but the thing is that you see in large. Well, obviously they have Excel, so the damage is brought to extreme levels. Yeah. But like yes. a lot of times in large scale, I'm not in the Nova vacuum. I'm just getting blown up. I yeah. just like yeah. they just come up and eliminate. Yeah, me. they just they they Dude, just get behind they, you and you're just so like many times. Dead. Yeah, there's so many times in No Doors where I'm like, how did I just die? And then I see an overrunning away. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. You see yeah. him on the mini. Dude, I actually, <laughs> I actually rewatched a clip twice where I swear to God, he never appears on my map until after I die. Like, I slowed <laughs> it down and there's no white dot, and then I'm dead, and then you see the white dot go away. <laughs> the render. <laughs> I was like, there's no way it can't render the white dot on the he map. He kills you within two frames, map awful. loads in five frames. Um, so. I guess to give my perspective on the same question you asked, Reslar, I I do think in some cases damage could make up for some classes' flaws. However, um, not all the time do I really like that solution, though. You know, like that's fair, totally fair. And and now what they're doing with the rework, at least from Mayo's point of view, the damage is really solid. However, unlike some classes. I, the damage more leaning towards the combo side of things. So it's not like immense amount of pressure from being able to just jump on someone and, you know, pressure them really hard that way. From a large scale point of view, typically how we um, jump in is we'll use pedal drill from Awakening's point of view, mind you. We'll use pedal drill, moonrise, frost pillar tip, and like we're basically comboing someone even if they're not CC'd. That's essentially what's happening. Right. Um, so we're utilizing multiple skills. We're not pressuring with like one or two skills. Like for example, seismic, you just, you kind of just like chuck it out. Right. And you just like hard hit someone and you're pressuring their HP bar. We have tools that could do that now. Um, however, they would be probably pretty risky to use in a realistic one V one scenario. Large scale is a little bit different because you're trying to position yourself in a way where people aren't really focusing on you. Yeah. Um, well, so is is seismic used like that in one v one res? I don't think in one. Like if what, if we're in just like battle arena, do you just run up and seismic in a one v one? Oh God, no, no, absolutely no, what, not. No. Wait, is it ancient wave then? Am I getting it confused? No, 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 no. Neither. I've had Zerkers come up and just like literally just blast me in my face so, and trying to pressure so, my HP. 
sometimes if you are like really getting annoyed, uh, at least I can only really speak for myself, right? A lot of times if I'm really getting annoyed with someone, they're just sitting back playing really, really protected or like uh, they're just rotating essays. Then I'll just throw that kind of shit out, right? Because at that point, I'm like, okay, I got to force this dude to come out of essay and he's just not doing anything. So like at that point, sure. But uh no, not not really a lot of situations uh, in which you're just throwing out your DPS abilities because then whenever you finally do get them CC'd, you might not have enough damage to, that to might finish be, them off. Those situations might have been specific to maybe like battle arena fights or some open world 1v1s where they just outgear me. That could have been probably the scenarios then yeah maybe i should also clarify that i am speaking as like a garlet who needs all of his damage once i get yeah. a cc so like, maybe maybe someone like, like choice who can just yeah. hit you with two fds and kill you like maybe he's just throwing that yeah. shit out i can't afford to literally do that. blow me up before you yeah i can't i can't afford before. to waste my burst damage when they're just like running around i have to save that for when i get a cc yeah he has yeah. the gear to just kill me by grabbing me repeatedly so. so that might be just a gear difference thing in all honesty. I have no idea. It's that's so. probably what it is then. It's just those are the experiences I, I recall. Um and that could be just I have there are a lot of Zergos like when I fight Ming and whatnot, he goes for the slows and then goes oh, for yeah. the, the leap grabs, um the tricky leap grabs and stuff. Those are the primary ways he'd catch me. Um All right, but, so let uh, me let me yeah. ask you this before I move on to the the like other things that changed. But um would you say it's fair if if Mewa, and this kind of goes with Musa too, but uh, Mewa, if Mewa gets an iframe with Sleet Step, and then the chase thing is fixed, isn't the rest of the changes that you guys really want kind of on PA to change on those classes that are bothering you most, not on Mewa itself? Yeah, I would say the like a lot of the issues that we deal with are probably just certain meta classes just kind of being like a little overtuned in some capacities. Yeah, not having um, any because like at this point, yeah, yeah, like classes that just don't have openings, like they can just sit in their block all day and go get coffee while we're just trying to like beat them out of it. Yeah, that's that's the kind of stuff that needs to be addressed on those specific classes. Yeah, uh, there's not really much you can really do on our class to help deal with those other than maybe grab giving us a grab that we don't want or you know giving a shield break that people would complain about like. You know, those are those would be the only things you could really potentially do, and um, I think that just overtunes us, probably, um, especially with all the changes we've been getting now yeah. with the reworks. I, I think that would be way too overtuned. I never really cared for a grab on Musamewa in anyways because we were about positioning. However, not saying I want to grab or anything. But that was with the context that Stub Arrow wasn't being fucked with, and now they fucked with Stub Arrow. So I'm, uh, they did buff it up, but I still don't like this stupid animation where you have to cast it. You can at least hold an arrow in your quiver for a minute now, but it's like, the only thing you don't like about it though is that your quiver doesn't physically show arrows, right? <laughs> I think that the RP aspect is killing it. It's that. really ruining the class. All right. No, it's I just I hate this whole system where you have to like RP your way into getting an arrow. Like why? Yeah. Like if I do that, if I do that realistically, and someone looks for that opportunity, like a Nova that's fast enough, or a Sukuno, for example, I'm dead. 
the moment okay. I cast that RP animation, I'm dead. I think on live server, if someone casts the RP animation, there's no way I'm gonna react in time on Kuno. I, maybe Nova can. There's not. I don't have a skill in my kit that's gonna get to you before the end of that animation. It's so fast. If well, you it, if you press it and yeah. use chase right after, it's really fast. <sighs> Let me see. I'm not going to be able to react. There's no way from any distance, unless I'm like point blank range already, or you're trying to use it right in front of my face. I feel well, like that's like the only way. Say hypothetically, and this this could be chalked up to like quote unquote a uh, player not paying attention, but say I use my arrow that I already had and I go to like shoot another arrow because I think I have one in the quiver still, and then I do the RP animation in a tight situation, which... Maybe I'm trying to counter your unprotected CC with a stub arrow, and I just get caught that way. That would be a really sad situation to deal with. What um, if they change? What if they did it like every thirty seconds? It adds a charge automatically, and you store. It I think two, that would be fine. And then when you use one, it just starts charging up that second one again, and you could still save one of them. Kind yeah, of mess around that, would, that way. That would be fine in comparison to this. I feel, but. I just don't like this RP animation. Like, <laughs> all right, I really don't. Let's, I just I think it's so silly. Like, why? Can why you would test you test the new sticky BSR? Did they change it? Does it feel um, better? I was see. told it's sped up now. It still feels sluggish compared to live, but it might be faster than what it was previously. Okay. Well, and it's it's cooldown based, and it's a fucking long fifteen second cooldown. So. All right, so Musa, so the stub arrow thing, they made it one minute instead of 30 seconds. Um, yes. For Musa, they added another projection summon to Infernal Slash. Um, and let's see, what else is on Mewa? They, they lowered the cooldown of Crimson Gust, and now you can... Yeah, it's a Rabam, um, pretty useless skill in live. This yeah. kind of makes it interesting, but I think ultimately it's probably still not going to be really used. The down attack and down smash aspect kind of give it some combo potential, but I don't know. Right. It's its damage is super lackluster. It's it's a very niche uh, way to use it for a down smash. I it depends on how much the down the down attack damage is with it because it, it was nerfed pretty hard like a year or so ago um, when it was found out that it was apparently doing two times the hits. <laughs> All right. And it was able to like one shot Valkyries if we floated them. But uh, yeah. Um, and then give the TLDR on your, uh, on the reverse scale swap. Are you cool with it or not? The attack speed buff from reverse scale to Moonrise. I get why they did it. Kind of. They they basically moved it from being a free floating attack speed buff for all your skills to a combo oriented one. So from like from setting up your add-ons point of view, like your your combo speed is gonna be insane now. Um and more consistent because you know if you use reverse scale to get the attack speed before you engage in combat. There's a chance with it only lasting 10 seconds that by the time you catch your opponent, you don't have it anymore. Right. So I understand from a combo point of view why they moved it to Moonrise. They basically like loaded a lot on Moonrise recently with the damage increase, having the bond potential with it, 
and the uh, the attack speed bonus from a large scale point of view it makes sense because you jump on someone pedal drill you go into moonrise frost pillar tip if you have the bond skill that increases your attack speed and whatnot safely and really strong damage so that's really that's where it makes sense from a large scale point of view right. from a one one v one point of view not having that attack speed bonus free floating when you need um affects your ability to potentially expose openings hmm. but and yeah, maybe it should just be on both uh, like honestly it decreases the value of reverse scale it's there's really not yeah. a point to using reverse scale unless you're trying to counter a skill now which it was kind of it had multiple uses you would use it for the tax speed bonus or you would use it for countering so they've kind of limited its its capacity to focus on countering but I don't, right? I don't see from a one v one point of view that really making a difference. The attack speed I felt was maybe more impactful. So it's 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 a good and bad. Like it depends on how where you are on the spectrum with it. If you feel like right, large right. scale is more important to you, it's it's a good change. If you feel one v one is more important to you, it's a bad change. So they buffed Basque and nerfed Nayashi. <laughs> well, they. They from the changes. If if you look at all the reworks, this is like awakening. They are just like hardcore going deep into making sure large scale is amazing. That's what they're right. doing. Yeah, that's the trend I'm seeing. I see some small instances where one v ones getting buffed, mostly just in the form of combo combo damage. But it's primarily large scale. Yeah. It's all about the damage and cooldowns and stuff like that. Those are all really good things. Um, so yeah, right. they didn't do anything for basically for succession this time around, which is kind of sad. I think they did one thing maybe, yeah. and that was with a skill connection with Prime Sticky Snowflake. So that's that's kind of sad for succession. Succession didn't get shit, yeah. I don't, I mean, like, there's a, quite a few classes that didn't get changes yet this week. Uh, so, I like, I have no idea which ones they're doing or why, but it seems like it's going to be pretty RNG week to week of which classes. Yeah. And, but they also do seem like they hate succession classes, so. Yeah, it, like, it really doesn't seem like they have any love whatsoever for succession. Does reverse skill still use stamina? Yep. Yeah. All right, so let's go... 200. <laughs> let me go through these... Uh, other changes so ranger call from sky has been changed to activate faster um that's the only change they got warrior didn't get anything uh sork succession sork prime black wave now has forward guard and the float got removed and the down smash moved to the very last hit um yeah so i don't know they have protected damage in large scale the people that are diehard sork fans like suck sork fans which are very few and far between these days are pretty hyped about that. I don't know if that solves all the issues with the class, but uh, it's a huge step in the right direction for protected combo damage for large scale now. Um, Zerker, Rez. Hi. So yeah. Zerker got some uh, in B state changes for a few skills and they got one of their grabs removed. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, what's, what are your thoughts on that? I was I was really looking forward to today to hear your thoughts on that and I'll tell you why after I hear them. Uh I don't know. They took our worst grab and turned it into like another Undertaker. Right. It's which like an is extension, like, right? 
Yeah, exactly, which is what Undertaker does. Undertaker is the part of the grab in which you see them jump up in the air with the person and then slam them on the ground. Mm -hmm. That's actually not a single grab. That's a different skill entirely that you can uh, use to extend SmackDown and uh, Corpse Storm. Um, So they just removed Corpse Storm and then changed Corpse Storm. They removed Corpse Storm as a grab and changed it to be another add-on. So now I guess when you smack down, you can Corpse Storm and or uh, Undertaker them. Or you can just do the normal cancel that everyone does, which is kind of weird. Um. So yeah, I don't know. It. I don't really see a lot of ways in which that's going to be useful. I mean, I guess if you need to buy time for cooldowns when you have someone grabbed... Like, that's pretty much the only time I use the extension is when I'm like, shit, I grabbed this guy, but I have a lot of cooldowns that I'm waiting on. Oh, yeah, let me Undertaker them so I can try to buy just an extra second or two. Um, Does the extension so, need, like, debuffs or damage to make it feel more valuable? Uh, no. It's not, it's not, it's not really valuable in any way. Well, I'm saying, like, if they added damage to it, then is it just like kind of making your combo stronger? Or yeah. No? Like I guess if you spin around and it takes 15% of their health. Oh well, yeah, then it would kind of be like a very necessary thing, um, which I don't think anybody really wants. <laughs> I don't think Zerkers want it. I don't think people fighting Zerkers want it. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of a useless change because they took our worst grab and turned it into something that we'll probably n never use. I feel yeah. like it seems so like a I, reason to get rid of the grab. Yeah, kind of, kind of. But like people are still going to complain because yes. you almost never got grabbed by Corpse Storm. So people will be like, oh, Zerker got a grab removed. And then they'll go fight a Zerker and be like, dude, I'm still getting grabbed. It's like, yeah, because we never use Corpse Storm. Yeah, well, that that's exactly because I was like, dude, I, I was talking about this the night of the patch. I was like, I have heard Reslar say that this grab sucks. For two and a half years. Yeah. And now I'm seeing all these Zerkers, a bunch of Zerkers complaining that they lost a grab. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> which is it? Do you guys hate this grab and never use it? Or is it devastating that you lost it? So they both yeah, can't I won't be say, true. I won't say we never use it. It's just that it's so situational. So the reason why it's so situational is that Corpse Storm has an insane wind-up on it. It has, like, a one full second animation wind-up on it before the grab actually goes. So unless you're fighting against someone who's just, like, standing still or sitting in an animation that has no CC attached to it, um, it's, like, really hard to grab people with it unless you predict, which is something you can do and a lot of Zerkers do. I try to predict a lot of times with Corpse Storm. That being said, hardly ever works out. Um, also, when you... So when you when you try to go for SmackDown and you miss or they resist, assuming desync doesn't occur, uh, you can go into something else relatively quickly. The punishing animation is like fairly small. It's a pretty small little maybe quarter second animation in which you are unprotected. The animation for failing or missing Corpse Storm is again another like full second animation, maybe even 1.5 second animation. It is SA. But that's why I say that it's very situational, because at that point, you're only using Corpse Storm against non-grab classes. 
Because if you try to use it against a grab class, you miss. Now you're giving them a, basically a 1.5 second window in which you're just standing still in SA. So right. I won't say we never use it. Like I do use Corpse Storm in certain situations, but it's just it's the worst grab by far. It's very situational, and I I don't think we lose much by it being removed. But I also don't think anybody gains anything by being removed. That's why I'm saying, like, people are going to be like, oh, yeah, Zerker got a grab removed. And then they're still going to complain because you never got grabbed by Corpse Storm. Um, so, let's see. They, they changed Feral Stampede. The charging has been removed. Uh, critical hit rate has been changed to apply in PvP. Cooldown changed from 11 to 8 seconds. And flow after using the skill... Windstorm, shake off, and headbutt. It's supposed to improve to link smoothly. Mm. I I was messing with it for a half second on Global Labs, and it still felt like it had a wind. I I feel like if this moved as quickly as Feral Rock, it a or uh sorry Feral Rock, uh Tackling Rock, it would actually have like catch potential. But I I don't know. What are your thoughts on this one? What skill is this? Sorry, Feral Stampede. The shift. Oh, the the bomb. I yeah. see. Okay. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'd like to see Feral Stampede be good again. It was good. Uh, I think before the CC changes, yeah, when you it was a four guard a of, stuff. Yeah, you saw a lot of Zerkers use it in one v ones. Um, so yeah, I'd like to see Feral Stampede be good again, especially because that was a very, like, that was one of our quick catches that you hear Zerkers complain a lot about. That still had some risk attached to it because it was just frontal guard, right? So you oftentimes saw a lot of good Zerkers use it to really great effect, and then bad Zerkers would constantly get shit on trying to use it. Mm. So, yeah, I'd like to see Feral Stampede be good again. I don't know if they're ever going to do that, because essentially to do that, you'd have to make it old Feral Stampede, which, uh, maybe, but I doubt. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I think they're. it seems like they're trying to slowly push it in that direction without making it that, which is... Weird, just make it that so that it can be useful. Because right now nobody uses Feral Stampede. Nobody. Right. So, you don't even bother you don't even bother specking into it whenever you go into PvP. Like you just keep your PvE spin because it's such a useless ability. Um so alright, here's two flame buster changes. You can uh teach me what these mean if you know. Uh it has been changed to return to the standby posture of the flame buster skill even after using flow ancient power and the cooldown. Uh, or the cooldown has been changed so that the cooldown time is applied after the first fire of the Flame Buster skill. If the cooldown of the Flame Buster skill is returned during continuous activation, the normal Flame Buster fire is fired. What's it telling me here? <laughs> uh, I'm, can you link me that? I'm going to have to read yeah, yeah, that because yeah. you just said a lot of shit. I'm going to have to put my pot grind on pause real quick and read that because I don't All know right what there. the fuck I, you just I said. Okay, chat. hold on. I have Azu and Chazra. Azu, what does this mean? Let's see, let's see, let's see. Change your turn to the standby posture of Flame Buster Skill. Even okay, so essentially after you use Ancient Power, so I think what that's saying, so whenever you press right-click, it doesn't actually fire the shot right away. You essentially get in a stance to shoot. And then from this stance, you have to put in different inputs to do different things. So if in the stance you press a movement key, uh, left, right, or back, you do moving shot right? Or shooting mobility is what the skill is called. Uh, if you hold down, if you press right click from the stance, then you do flame buster. If you hold down right click 
and in, uh, in the stance, then you do ancient power. So what this is saying is after you do ancient power, instead of going to your standby stance, you're going to go back to your shooting stance. That's all this is saying. So it's not a big change at all, really. I don't think. Well, uh... all right. What about the second thing? Now I'm wondering if that's another nerf to Q buff. That might be another nerf to Q buff in its functionality, actually. I'm not sure. That it's might a, be another nerf to Q buff, actually. Or a buff. Maybe it speeds it up. No, because it would be... I don't know. It might not change it. Because you can shake off from that stance, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. We'll have to see. Uh, the cooldown has been changed so that the cooldown time is applied after the first fire of the Flamebuster skill. If the cooldown of Flamebuster skill is returned during continuous activation, the normal Flamebuster fire is fired. What the fuck? <laughs> okay. Yeah. What is this? Uh, what is that? What the fuck? That's how I read it, too. If the cooldown of the Flamebuster skill is returned during continuous activation, normal Flamebuster. Okay, so. What the fuck is this saying? Dude, I have I have yeah. no idea what this is saying. Alright. <clears throat> Tamer. Uh well overall are you are you upset uh with the the grab thing or it's fine? I don't know. What are your Uh no, not really. Okay. I mean it's again, like it's very situational, so I'm gonna be annoyed whenever I'm in a situation in which I could use Corpse Storm and I can't now, but it's like fine. Right. Like that very it's so situational, man. That being said, the the new corpse storm, I I mean, maybe there's some functionality to it that I don't know about, but it feels like it, there's no functionality to it. Seems like they just created another dead skill instead of giving us uh, a revamped one. They removed your grab, and I have a suspicion as to why, <clears throat> but we'll get to that at the end. Um, now make uh now make rooting protected. Let's go. Uh, succession. All right, so Tamer <clears throat> got a couple, uh, I think just minor changes in succession. Um, Awakening got a couple interesting changes. Flow full moon, uh, which is protected damage skill with a decent AOE. They buffed the AOE in the initial uh, rework patch. Um, usually you use it after moonlight, but now moonlight strike, but now you can use it after legendary beast dance or legendary beast power. Dance, dance, not power. Power is the mobility. Legendary Beast Dance, which is kind of interesting. They changed the duration of this buff effect that augments their Echo Pierce from 15 seconds to 5 minutes, and then changed Echo Pierce back to its normal skill, and all the functionality that Echo Pierce had has now been baked into an entirely new skill that can be used from Shift Q. Um, so essentially works the same as before, but now it's its own skill. Uh, I said this a few times. Um, basically, Tamer is... The one thing they're lacking is like one of these three abilities needs to be protected and make sure that it does like all right damage. So either shift Q or echo pierce, the new shift Q or echo pierce need to be protected and get maybe a slight damage boost for PVP, or they need to put protection on celestial slam, which is the new awakened skill they got like six months ago and we all got them. And then this class is a uh, pretty golden for a large scale. Um, but it's going to be super good and everything else. Uh, Musa, maybe well, we already went through that. Valkyrie got a couple changes. Uh, Verdict, Lancia, Lustate. I, I'm never going to be able to pronounce these skills. <laughs> the Valkyrie skill <laughs> names, dude. Yeah. Uh, now has a 9 second cooldown at max level and 8% uh, accuracy, 8% hit rate up from 3%. And the, the cooldown before is 14 seconds. 
They also changed it so it's no longer a tier three add-on. It's now tier two and moved the tier two to Terra Sancta and changed Terra Sancta's cooldown from 11 seconds to 12. Um, and then their strong defense skill um, has been changed to strong counterattack and a movement speed and attack speed reduction have been added on successful hits. And the damage applied when using Holy Strike uh, during cooldown has been increased by 30% compared to the previous one. That's kind of all they really got. Um, I don't know if there was anything hidden that they got, but I didn't. I didn't see it. Pretentious. All right, Ninja Kuno got a lot of shit. <laughs> Pretentious. <laughs> Fucking Valkyries, dude. I know, dude. Um, Ninja Kuno's got a lot of stuff. So they nerfed the new block jump. Um, the new you could. Uh, oh, okay, now she had to bounce. Yeah, yeah, he had to dip. Later, Nashi. Nashi is no longer with us. Nashi um, is no longer with us. He has been taken away from us by the family. Yeah. All right. So, um, so the block jump got nerfed. You can no longer linger an iframe after teleporting to one of the blocks. You also can no longer get out of the when you move to one of the two new blocks. You can't press S to do an AOE stiff. So if you want to do the AOE stiff, you have to just do the normal teleport behind someone. The block ones now are just for like moving to a new location, and that's it. Um. Uh, let's see. Do, do, do. They gave ten and cutter its float back or its teleport float back after the initial nerf, um, and then they lowered the cooldown of two of Kuno's rebombs, but didn't change them to make them usable. They're ones Kuno doesn't use. Um, Fox Claw is now faster if you spam it, which is odd. Uh, Awakening. Wait, it's faster if you spam it. If you use it just over and over again. What it like? Does it stack? No, it just keeps using it. It's just a little bit faster. I don't, I don't know. Use uh, it when it's on. I cooling. thought it would be like infinitely stacking. So if you had enough like mana regen, you could just like eventually get to the point where the animation is like point one second. No, no, no. Oh, no, that would be hilarious. It just goes faster. That would be really. It would be totally useless in PVE and PvP, but it would be really funny. No, <laughs> no. That would be whole, that would make for some meme BM combos. Um, <laughs> let's see. So Awakening got uh, Moonstorm has a few new cancels, which are great. Spin Spree now automatically does the full long one, and if you want to cancel out of the long one, you can cut it off at the normal spot by using any other ability. Um, Lunar Dash is I I they made it so you can grab out a Lunar Dash faster. Lunar Dash got a horrible change that I absolutely need to be reverted. Please, for the love of God, they changed the keybind to do the slash from RMB to LMB, and I hate it so much, so, so, so much. I feel like it has absolutely no reason to be there like that. So now if I want to go Lunar Dash into Chakram Rise, used to be forward RMB, hold RMB. Now I have to go forward RMB, LMB, RMB for absolutely no additional gain. Please change it. I don't like it. Please go back, go back, go back. Um, chain Crash is much faster. Um, at first I didn't realize how much faster it was and then I went back to live server and I was like, holy shit. That new Chain Crash is a lot faster. The stamina cost got reduced. Lunatic Discus now is 100% crit in PVE. Um, this change also, I, I'm not a fan of. They they removed the knockback on Lunatic Discus and made it forward guard for a little bit longer, but not for the whole skill. So it either needs to be full forward guard or just give back or remove the forward guard and make it the way it was before. I actually prefer it being the way it was before, personally. But 
It either needs to be fully protected or just not protected at all and give it a the knockback, please. And then uh, Dance Macabre. So this is the one where you kind of throw the disc out and then leap to it. They buffed it a lot back uh, on the initial release to the distance. And now they gave it a stamina cost, but lowered the cooldown by six seconds, which I think overall is a huge fucking buff. Um, Halo, which is the space These bar These Kunos skill. sure are getting a lot Dude, of buffs. they're getting a lot of cool stuff. Space what bar, the hell's going on around here? <laughs> the Halo uh, is supposed to not use stamina now, which is just the space bar like block skill. That's a DP debuff for mobs, but it, it does still use stamina. I think it's just bugged. And uh, that's kind of it. So yeah, that's a Kuno stuff. Really, really cool changes overall. Um, only the Lunatic Discus one and the Keybind change for Lunar are questionable. Hey, hold on. We got... Uh, I see uh, Danny in your chat, Frosty. Yeah. Danny, d Corpse Storm change. What? Hat, what? Are you upset about it, Danny? You upset about the Corpse Storm change? Because he's a suckzerker, right? He already has one less grab than I do. I can't even figure out how to use it. It's because it's lying in the description. I, I was using it after, like, if you hold RMB, you just hold RMB after either Rock Smash or what's the other grab called? Right Smackdown. Above. Yeah, Smackdown. Rock Smash or Smackdown, just hold RMB. And then it does, like, the extra, the added spin that you see in this animation. This, this is Corpse Storm, basically, that's spinning. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't really care to be honest, because I'm too you... much. I'm just upset I lost another essay linger on it. See, he looked yeah. at that as an essay linger. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because it has, like I said, it has a bitch of a fucking wind up uh, at the end in the beginning. Like these animations are long as fuck, but they are protected. So against non grab classes, yeah, you can really kind of abuse it. In all honesty. Yeah. Yeah, see, Zerkus complain about moves they lose that they use once every thousand years. Exactly, yeah. exactly. All right, um, Ninja. All right, so Ninja got some controversial changes. Um, at least succession. So one, they got prime hard aiming, which is they are now again. I, I'm pretty sure this is true. They are the first of all of the classes to get an entirely new prime ability, like an ability they already have turned into a prime skill with the prime name and everything so hard aiming for them now is a 10 second cooldown instead of 20 it only has 20 percent accuracy instead of 50 percent but it has one additional hit in pvp i think a little bit more damage maybe it's the same damage might but one additional hit and now gives them a 15 percent accuracy buff for three seconds so it just buffs their combos against evasion classes since you always use hard aiming it's uh it's pretty nutty Pretty nutty change. It's bugged on Global Labs, so it's not working. But it. And that's, that's on Ninja. That's on Succession Ninja. Prime Congrats Harding. on the rework, I guess. Well, here they got they got a couple other little things. All right, this time they were not forgotten, so they can now use Alert Stance after Chaos Spree and Blade Spin, and I think Red Rain. Is it Red Rain as well? Yeah. Um, but. They gave a cooldown to alert stance of six seconds. So when you use it on cooldown, it moves you less distance and doesn't have forward guard, which most of them are pretty unhappy about. I think most would be pretty okay with it if the cooldown's lowered to like two or three seconds. But at six seconds, it's definitely like overall a nerf in their forward guard protection, which is odd because they don't have a whole lot of forward guard in the kit in general, since they don't have an S block or anything like that or a Q block. Um, so yeah, 
Hopefully that cooldown gets lower. They're pretty upset about that overall. Uh, let's see. They added 50% or changed the critical hit chance on blade spin to 50%. Um, they sped up Fox Claw after you, if you use it after smoke screen. The attack range and damage of Black Moonlight is now more... It's equally distributed across all hits, so no matter where they are, it does the normal full damage. Stamina consumption of Evasive Shuriken Malice has been reduced, and critical hit chance of 50% PvE has been added to Red Rain. So, a couple of PvE buffs as well. Um, PvP overall would be buffed if they lower that cooldown, but until that's lowered, they're going to feel pretty upset. Um, Alright, so, going down, Awakening got a bunch of changes. A lot of fucking changes. Sudden Decapitation now has an attack speed buff in Forward Guard. Um, and does, doesn't have a CC. Drastic Measure, they removed the bound, just made the whole thing super armor. Vacuum Slash now has Forward Guard, and you can cancel into the fourth hit. The fourth hit also is a bigger AoE now, has a fancier animation and two additional hits. Also now has Down Attack. Um, when you, they use Core Murderous Intent, it now has a super armor to linger. And the activation speed of Seamless is sped up. Mock Explosion has a few new ways to use it, um, after Flashing Lights being one of them. And... The phenomenon in which movement slows down the hitting the Serpent Ascension skill has been alleviated. So I guess Serpent Ascension is going to be more, I don't know, uh, faster when you're actually hitting things. It was like slowed down or bugged. So yeah, Awakening Ninja got a bunch of buffs. Suck wait, Ninja. They, wait, 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 yeah. wait, 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 pause. Yeah. Is that saying that they removed hit stutter on that skill? Is that what that's saying? Well, this skill doesn't move them, so I don't know. It's just like the it's it's when they were hitting targets. Sometimes it does like a longer animation. It was like bugged. Interesting. It's not when I don't think it's when okay. it's not when they're getting hit. I think it's when they're hitting. Okay, but see, I still I feel like I have skills like I feel like Ancient Wave does that sometimes. Where it's I'm like, like sped up or slowed down when you hit a target. It's, it feels like it's slowed down randomly. Where I'll be like, why do I feel like that animation took longer than it normally does? Yeah, maybe they need to look into that for other. Because I bet you there's a lot of other skills <laughs> that are like that for a lot of other classes. <laughs> Rujing said typical Zerker mains making other classes problems theirs. <laughs> No, I don't know that's, why that's funny. Uh, it's dude, you can't tell me that's probably not on a lot of other classes. No, for sure. Too. That was a tenon cutter problem too, where it's randomly fast and randomly slow that they also fixed. There's definitely a lot of skills that have that issue. I do want to point out that Succession Kuno did not get any changes to benefit it in large scale whatsoever. Probably for, for the best. Two straight weeks. I mean, it's like, it's just interesting because 90% of the changes seem 100%, 90% of the changes are 100% geared towards large scale. And Kuno got none of them. It's, or Suck Kuno got none of them. Waking Kuno got a bunch. Suck Kuno didn't get any. It's very strange. Um, anyway. You know what I wonder? What You know what I, you know what I just realized? What I think it might be? Hmm. Now listen, I'm no fucking, I'm no goddamn video game programmer, right? Let's get that out of the way first. But I just thought about something regarding both, because you said it's Serpent, right? Yeah, Serpent Ascension. And Ancient Wave, because I feel like it happens a lot on Ancient Wave. Okay. Don't both of those skills have like some distance that they like move? Like they, doesn't Serpent kind of like move serpent forward does slightly? Serpent kind of jut you forward a little bit, yeah. I'm not talking about the character. I'm talking about the actual, like, where the damage is located, right? 
I mean, it's a frontal I wonder, cone. Is it a frontal cone? Okay. Serpent, yeah. <clears throat> okay. I don't know. I was thinking maybe, I wonder if it might have something to do with, uh, like, a similar thing to Hit Stutter, but for actual, like, effects, right? Well, Tendon Cutter totally moves your character around, and it was having that issue pretty bad. Right. But that has to do with your character moving. I don't know. That's weird. They need to yeah, look into this shit. Because I bet you there's a bunch of abilities and a bunch of other classes that have that issue, where occasionally it'll just randomly be like, why is this slow? Yeah. Um. Anyway, the TLDR of Ninja is Awakening got a lot of really cool changes. Suck got a few really cool changes, and then one change that upset them so much that they all... Well, it's funny, too, because the change has made them go from... in. You know, like, normally you get a change that you don't like, and like, ah, please revert it. But I see a lot of them are like, revert it and make it way better. I, their movement is already really good. I don't think their movement needs to get buffed. I see a lot of people saying revert it back to the old alert stance. It does not need to be old alert stance. I'm sorry. That shit's already so, so, so good. Um, yeah, all right. Alert stance is pretty nutty. Striker, flow stalking, wolf skill has been changed as follows. The ability to instantly approach the opponent with one hit skill has been added. Uh, the floating effect on one hit has been removed, and after tayback kick has been improved to flow with stalking wolf skill. Um, this is, I guess, like a partial re, uh, revert of a previous change. I think Divio said he didn't like this change because it made it took like a useless skill, made it useful, and then went made it back, put it back to being useless. But I don't, I don't know. It depends, I guess, how the instant approach on the first hit, if that's easy to activate or not. I don't know. I didn't get to test this one out. Striker suck is as strong as it has become. It's like somehow the class that just interests me the least. It's like the most boring class of all of them. <laughs> it's just like no animations, just punches. Like it's just so uninteresting. That's what I was gonna say. It's the fact that it's a martial artist, like yeah, raw but, martial artist. No yeah, clones, raw, exactly. no dragons. Yeah, it's just a martial artist. Um. Mystic got a couple little things, uh, uh, but the main thing is the amount of damage on the Dragon Eyes effect of three of their abilities got changed. Um, so the dragon that pops out did pretty mediocre damage before. They buffed the damage modifiers by around two and a half times on all three of the, uh, of the abilities. So the dragon should do a lot more damage. I guess it needs to be tested, but it should hit a lot harder. Um, Law and Succession, uh, Flow Nimbus Stride cooldown got reduced to 30 seconds. Uh, Prime Furious Chase now links smoothly with Blooming Nether Flower. Improvements have been made so that the skill, when the skill is used during cooldown, linked to other skills still activated more smoothly. Um, and fixed a couple issues. And then more smooth link from Symbidium to Blooming and Furious Chase. Uh, and then Awakening got a cooldown reduction on Bleeding Hearts again and then some phenomenon fixes and changes so yeah that's that's kind of all the class changes <laughs> shy shy got a bug too i'm sorry shy in even in the talent state yahoo has been improved <laughs> see that's why i don't want to yeah, read it yahoo. yahoo has been improved to be able to use the skill and fix the issue where the buff effect of out of my way skill did not apply to allies when you have two or more florin leaves 
Um, <clears throat> obviously, every class did not get changed. That does not mean that they think that those classes are perfect or done. It's just, it's probably going to be a random assortment of classes each week, depending on if they feel the updated changes are ready or not. That's all it is. I saw a lot of Dark Knights. Yeah, oh, guess we're not getting frosting. anything else. I saw a lot of, a lot of other classes. Just up. Oh, guess we don't get anything else. Up. Oh, guess Sork. Like, oh, okay. I guess they think they fixed us. They didn't. A lot of that. And uh, Archer, for example, Archer and DK are two that are probably going to get a lot of changes still, and they just weren't in this patch. I, I wouldn't stress out about it too much. You know yeah. what we need to start doing? Yeah. Every single time we have a guest on, we need to play uh, made-up shy skills with them. Oh, where we, yeah. Where we we have like five shy skills, right? Or like a mixture. Some of them are real, some of them aren't, and then they have to they have to guess whether it's an actual <laughs> whether it's an actual shy skill name or not. Mm -hmm. I like that. Poor shies, dude. The first example would be one, two, three, count with me is 450% times seven. Is the damage correct or is the name wrong? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and Rujin's pointing out the art meetings are happening. So classes are like people that were part of the ART program. Individual classes are having meetings. I guess this weekend Musa was meeting. I don't know if any other classes were, but it's like different every week. So some of the changes are also going to be based on the feedback from the ART and a lot of the classes haven't had their meeting yet or they're still or they just had their meeting so nothing's been implemented but there's still the reworks are not done they're going all the way through November with changes yeah. so and despite probably into December might, despite what you might see people saying on Reddit for some strange reason the reworks are in fact not done yeah some skills still don't even have an icon or in the case of like um, Prime Shadow Clone still doesn't have an animation for some reason. It's just invisible. Uh, Alright. So that was that. Um, That's the, the rework changes. There's probably going to be those every single week. So yeah. Yep. Um, what ties into this, I, I wrote this out of order. I should probably talk about this. But they said they're going to do write up a future dev note for all regions. And it's going to be something that's not going to be written on Global Labs. Um, this is in re in relation to some of the feedback that they've received. So here, here's what they said about it. They said, um, first reboot of characters was applied, and that's implying that the first iteration of all the reboots is up, and they're going to listen to feedback, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, make changes. Say, so although the first stage of each character has been made, I think there are still many shortcomings. Over the next few weeks, I'll do my best to develop it uh, so that more people can repay the affection they have for their character by focusing on the end without being shaken. We patch every week, but it's difficult to include everything in one week. This is what I've been saying a thousand times to try to calm people down. Even if it is not enough, we will continue to patch every week, so we would appreciate your feedback. Additionally, and Rez, I don't know if you even noticed or read or heard about this part, but this is very interesting to me. Additionally, okay. as mentioned at the outset, we are seeing and hearing a lot of feedback as we work on this reboot. Many of these opinions are related to the following topics, and there are many things that need to be judged carefully. Oh, uh, yes, I did see this. Overbalance of grabs and guards, which I believe is referring to super armor block classes and grab classes. Balance of the number of defense uh, the defense skills per class and the effects of CCs. Um, the PVE difference in classes and pet damage. Three-minute buffs and passive basic passive effects and resistances. 
Through this character reboot, we are improving and upgrading the performance of existing classes, the so-called old character. We would like to provide additional guidance on the future direction of the above content, so these things here. However, this is uh, content not from the Black Desert Lab. Um, note that the information will be provided through the official website of each country. So they're going to release some note that kind of addresses their feelings and thoughts and what they plan to do with any of these stuff and with the feedback that they've gotten on this stuff. Um, your thoughts. I, yeah, your thoughts, Rez. Uh, yeah, I mean, those are things that are issues for a lot of classes, so it's good that they're addressing it at least you know yeah i don't know if they're actually gonna do anything about it but you know it's nice that they're at least acknowledging like hey we know you guys are saying this is a problem we know it's a problem yeah like we got it this is the i i'm pretty sure this is the first time they've maybe in the history of the whole game but at least in the recent era of the last like two years that they've ever publicly said or acknowledged that people are complaining about the imbalance of grabs mm -hmm. and guard classes so that's it at it, least acknowledges that it's in their minds and not yeah. just they're not completely oblivious to it yep and i mean communication is key right and that's that's been one of the biggest issues with pearl abyss is the lack of communication right um that's one of the biggest issues that we as players have always had with this fucking company. Um, part of that is that they're Korean and we're the West, but part of that is also that they just don't communicate as well. And they've been working on that a lot over the past like year or so. And I think this is another good step forward of like acknowledging that a problem exists and not necessarily guaranteeing that they're going to fix it, but that they know it exists and they're looking into it, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I also resistance is thrown in there too. Like, you know how I feel about resistances. Mm. I, I, I've asked a lot of people, someone did a poll. I remember back in the day, someone did a, uh, they were going around asking every streamer like while they were streaming. It was like over the course of like three days. Um, they asked like a bunch of people what they how they felt about resistances if it got if they got removed or if they whatever and mm -hmm. it was like 90 like out of, i don't remember how many people totally are that they asked in total but like the amount of people that said just completely remove them or they're bad for the game was like 95 percent. like there was like it was so one-sided that it, it leaves me wondering why they haven't been addressed for this long yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh it's a problem. I mean it's it's another one of those things, right, where players have been complaining for such a long time and nothing's been done, but Yeah. Who knows? We'll have to we'll have to see. Alright, so the node war and siege changes are huge. I gotta use the restroom. Buy me ninety seconds real quick, Russ. I'll be right back. Buy you ninety seconds. Okay. I will buy you ninety seconds. I don't have the notes in front of me, so I'm gonna do my best to recollect what they are, and then we'll have uh, we'll have Frosty, uh, we'll have Frosty read the actual notes. But essentially, I hate to break it to everyone, uh, they're turning all the content into T ones. <laughs> so, so uh, they're bringing uh, gear caps to T twos and T threes. 
And they are also uh, introducing uh, number caps again, like uh, the number of members you can bring to a war. Uh, they are reintroducing those. So um, if my mind serves correct, if my memory serves correct, uh, the caps for T2s were essentially, I think it was around full uh, Pen Tuvala gear, right? And then I think the gear cap for T3, I think, was like 269 AP, like 314 DP, I want to say, something along those lines, um, which is supposedly the one that everyone liked back in the day. Uh, there's kind of an issue with that, but we'll get into that later. And then uh, T4s are going to be the only ungear capped nodes that you can war on now, um, but even uh, tier 4s. So... There's going to be two tier four regions. And I think it was Kama. Oh, fuck. What was it? Was it Kama and Valencia, I think? But oh, in back. Valencia, you're Kama only going to be able to bring 50 people. Was Kama, it Calpheon? Yeah, Kama and Calpheon are tier four. Kama and Calpheon. Okay. But then Kama, or one of them, you were only going to be able to bring 50. And then the other one, you could bring 100. I don't have the notes yes. in front of me. So, so tier one. All right. So um, Balanos is going to be tier one easy, 25 max. Yeah. Uh, is going to be tier one medium, thirty people max. Tier two is going to be Medaya, forty people max. Tier three, Valencia, fifty people max. And then tier four, Kama, is going to be uncapped, fifty people max. And tier four, Calpheon, uncapped, hundred people max. Mm -hmm. And then the dude, the the thing is, is like, so I, I as I was getting up, my headphones broke. And my earpiece fell off, and I was trying to like kind of finagle it back on. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, I got to get new headphones. But um, I heard you say that they're capping all node wars, but that it's not really true because of tier four. But tier two and three are. I, just know, be I was kind of memeing. Yeah, but, but it is they. They, you gotta say like there seems to be a trend developing there here. There seems to be a That's trend. That's a bit worrying. <laughs> and uh, I. I don't know what to make of it because it, when you look at Siege, no one wants to play the uncapped ones. It's like very few people wants to play uncapped. Everyone wants to play capped. So right. it's like well, that's that's because it's Siege and Siege is a fucking miserable format when you have a bunch of 750 gear score wizards shooting at you from the top of castle walls. True, but when before they lowered the gear racks for tier ones, those were also way more popular. And a lot of guilds that were already like pretty decent on tier two, tier three dropped down to tier ones because they were more fun. So I don't know. I, this almost seems like a response to like, it seems like everyone prefers to fight on caps versus gear. So it, there's things that are good and bad. I'm going to try to, I'll be the, the guy that focuses on the positive per usual and, and you give me all the negative shit, Reza, all right? Yep. You're yep. feeling so. Of course, obviously. I, I'm going to say the positive from a, from a, player with a lot of gear i have a lot of gear uh -huh, that yep. i should be upset because my gear won't work you know but right i i don't really care that much i think that playing on capped wars are pretty fun i still feel like my gear matters in open world and if i want to play cap uncapped node wars or uncapped siege those do still exist um the problem for me the big problem is they have no mention of the rotation of these territories so let's say for apoc ideally apocalypse would want to be on Kama because it's tier four uncapped and we have a lot of gear and we could bring 50 people 
We can't bring 100 or anywhere near 100. So Calpheon would probably be too stressful for us. We, but we could bring 50. But well, I know for certainly sure... certainly Calpheon's going to be full of snipe guilds, right? Yeah, Calpheon's going to be full of snipe guilds. But because, one thing I, I, I mean, I don't, think guild, I don't think anyone's bringing more than like 60 or 70 to these node wars, are they? To every right. node war? No, well, no, not all, a lot of people don't. But my point is, our, our guild specifically can't. I mean, it, it, it is right now, but that's I'm, I highly suspect it's because people want the crystals, the new crystals. It's not because yes. 70 people want a node war every day. So the problem is, we don't want to be stuck on Kama for the rest of our BDO lives. Uh-huh. And that's the only territory that fits our guild. So they need to have like a seasonal system or a system of like, if they're going to leave it this way, where if this rotates, the territory, these rules rotate for the territories like every month or so. So you're not just warring in the same spot forever. Right. Because like, I don't know, that sucks. Like, we, I guess we could always drop down to tier three caps. But, you know, you, you also can't move around with the system. You're locked in your territory. And you not being able to move around means you're basically just stuck on that one territory forever. So it's like, yeah, I could go to, down to tier three, but then I'm locked on that tier three until someone kills my home base. I don't know. So those issues kind of suck. But here's my, my the positive outlook. I do think that most of the fights for uncapped people are probably going to be the 50 man, which means every right now everyone is spread out all over the place. Like if you look at all the the strong guilds you have like black rose and brutal who are two guilds that bring like really powerful fights to a lot of the high-end tier two tier three scene they're over in valencia you have corrupt and spartan and uh dismantled for a while i don't know where they are now but they they're also bring i hate to bring it to you everyone's in valencia and it fucking sucks <laughs> Well, no, no, corrupt, corrupt Spartan, and earlier Dismantled was in Medaya, but Corrupt and Spartan are in Medaya, and then you have, like, uh, Vertex and, and Chonation are in Kama, and then, like, Relevance and Digital are in, in uh, Califion. Like, they're so spread out, we'll never be able to fight each other until someone deletes our home node and we go drop somewhere else. So this, at, at the very least, would put all of those guilds in one region unless they decide to go to Capped Wars. Mm -hmm. So that part I kind of like about it. Um, and then I get, I was supposed to be the only positive guy, but these caps are abysmally. I'm going to steal my, my friend Guttermouth's word. They're insultingly low caps. Yeah. Like someone sent me a screenshot of, I think it was the tier three. May, it might've been the tier two, but one of the node war caps, it's, it's pen to Vala with no crystals or food buffs or anything. I thought that was tier two. It Am might be it that? might be tier two. I don't remember off the top of my head. But that's how you literally max out the stats on the cap. It was like absurdly low. Like even yeah, new I... players are beyond that, so it doesn't make any sense. Like seasonal gear brings you above tier one easy, medium, and now the new tier two in like the first month or two you play the games. It doesn't make any sense to have them that low. Yeah. But even yeah, tier three. the caps the caps are worrying unfortunately and that's kind of where like i'm concerned my concern is about is that if they want to cap wars then fine if the idea is we're gonna try and prevent 750 gear score players from playing dynasty warriors on t2s and t3s and try to get them on t4s where theoretically they should belong i'm totally down for that the concerning part is that me who is considered in 
the 95% of this community, right? I am considered a gearlet. I am far above the caps for any of these fucking nodes. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? So it's not just affecting, like, 750 fucking gear score wizards and shit. Like, it's affecting me, the supposed gearlet. Like, what the fuck? And are you telling me <laughs> that I am supposed to go fight the 750 gear score wizard on T4s? Fuck no, he's gonna kill me. Yeah, it is funny. From my point of view, where I look at, like, my gear, and I'm like... I, and then I look at you and, like, Nihilus, who are both complete gearlets, and both of you are completely overgeared for all of these caps, is actually weird as hell. Yes! Exactly! So it's like... Okay, if you want to stop people from playing Dynasty Warriors, I'm totally 100% down for that, because I fucking can't stand it whenever you fight these guilds that are like, most of them are gearlets just like me, and then they have like two members that are running around with, it seems like they have AP and uh, DP pure black zones on at all times. And it's like, there's that one fucking guy that's <laughs> just going to kill like seven people every single time. And it sucks, and it's annoying, so like, I get that. But it, then it's like, Oh, no, no, we're going to bring everyone down to, like, Tuvala plus pin uh, accessory. Like, free pin accessory level. And it's like, yeah. well, why? Why? You're giving out free pin armors and weapons. You're giving out free pin accessories. You are quite literally just, like, in no time flat giving out Tet accessories with season rewards. Like, what the fuck? Why is it so low? <laughs> I also I also kind of have a problem with uh So this I'm well aware that this is going to be very like regionalized a very personal issue. We in Valencia have been dealing with this fucking weenie alliance for the past month, okay? Mm -hmm. It's it's an eight guild alliance that just holds the same fucking Are they called two, three notes. The Weenie Alliance, or is that what you call them to insult them? That's what we refer to them as. Okay. They're the Weenie Alliance. It's Weenie Hut Jr. over there. So the Weenie Alliance has an eight guild alliance, right? Our alliance is us and Ego. That's it. Just the two of us, right? Okay. <sighs> How the fuck are us and Ego supposed to 2v8 this goddamn Weenie Alliance? With capped gear and capped numbers. Like, see, I, <clears throat> I totally, and I understand, understand that. that's yeah. a very personal issue, right? Like, not everyone is dealing with an eight guild alliance. I'm very aware of this, but like, fuck, man, that's so annoying that we're all gonna get brought down to Weenie Hut Junior levels in terms of gear and in terms of attendance, and then they're saying, okay, now go two v eight them. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I, I get that, but at the same time, like. Um, I mean that that the alliance thing is an issue in and of itself. I I don't know. Like that's uh. Oh I guess yeah, they're absolute the cowards alliance. that are ruining the game. Absolutely, hundred <laughs> percent. But the thing is that I was gonna say is like, I, for me personally, I'm just speaking for myself and not even really my guild. But this is how I feel. I I think it's okay if you stretch yourself too thin and lose a node. I I don't think that that's that big a deal. I know it's like, I because I, that's like the main question I've seen so far. It's like, well, if right. it's a 50-man cap, how am I supposed to defend all four regions? Like, you're, you're not. You're, you're not. Like, you, you should have some risk and be like, occasionally you lose some stuff. Um, I don't know. 
See, and let's let's talk about this too because this is another issue that I have with this fucking game. Yeah. Hurlibus <laughs> occasionally seems to do this really weird thing where they like the intern will listen to us and they'll go and tell the devs our ideas. But then the devs are like, yeah, but we can't actually just like do that thing. Like we got to do our own thing that'll solve the problem. Mm -hmm. So we've been saying for months, if not years now, that the 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 absolute cap on Node Wars and arguably Siege as well needs to be lower. You brought up the idea, I believe like a year ago now, that it should be 50. 50 members of your 100 member Node War guild should be able to go to Node War. This would greatly increase the amount of PvP node warring guilds. This would help a lot in lag. It would make for better fights in general. Because anything more than 50v50, I mean, even 50v50 is kind of cancer, but anything more than that is super cancer. Right? Yeah. Now we have Pearl Abyss saying, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, we understand you need member caps. So what we're going to do, <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to cap T1s. At 25. And it's like, well, but why? There's a lot of T1 guilds that rely on, on bringing a lot of people in order to be competitive. Nope. 25. <laughs> it's like, wait, why? Are there a lot of like, T1 guilds? Why? I see one T1 guild that owns the entire region. Yeah. That's because T1s are dead because the caps are awful. Legitimately. <laughs> wait, this guild wait, this guild big game hunter. One, two, three, four, five, six. They got six nodes. There's only they're seven. one they're one node away from owning <laughs> all of Balados. Tomorrow they will own all of Balanos. Oh no. That's because that's because the T1 caps are so bad. You can't yeah. do anything. They're the caps are so awful. And that's So you're what referring to the, the gear caps. The gear caps are so bad. The gear caps, yes, yes, yes. The gear caps that are currently on T1s on live are the worst fucking shit imaginable. Now, apparently intermediates or whatever they're called in Serendia are like okay. Some classes really get fucked, uh, but it's like fine for the most part. Your T1 easy caps are the worst fucking thing imaginable, which is why one guild owns all of Balanos. It's because no one wants to fucking go there. It's awful. And I think that's what a lot of the concern is with these caps, is they're like, dude, you're just going to turn it into that. Like, you're going to make it the worst thing imaginable. And it's like, maybe they won't. Who knows? Like, we have no idea if they're going to make it the worst thing imaginable. We're going to have to find out whenever that shit hits live. Yeah, but it's so bad right now on T ones. The caps are awful. So, it sounds like I I don't know what what the tier one caps are, but it almost sounds like these caps here should be the tier one. Like at least this tier two cap should be like the tier one. I don't know. It almost seems like these two sets of caps should be tier one easy and tier one medium. Am I crazy? Like yeah, these probably. new tier two and tier three caps should probably be the medium and easy, and then just increase the caps. Because like I'm really surprised because tier three forever has been considered. It's tier three and tier four were were basically synonymous. Like there's no difference between the two really. It's like all of the mm -hmm. strong guilds you fight, and then occasionally some of those strong guilds are on tier two as well. So it's very odd to me that the tier three caps are lower than Valencia siege caps. Because, like, it, well, even yeah. Valencia Siege caps aren't even that high. The caps make no sense, dude. The the T1 easy cap, like, here, here's how it should go, right? Because people compare 
the caps to like where they get with Tavala gear, right? Full pin Tavala gear. That should be your T1 easy right there. Okay. That should be whatever that whatever that fucking yeah, gear so that score would be is. This. That would be this. Whatever that gear score is, whatever those stats are, that to pin full pin Tavala gets you. That right there should be T1 easy, right? Okay. That right there should be T1 easy because at that point you've played a, a quite a bit of the game. I won't say a lot. You've played quite a bit of the game. You should have a decent understanding of your class. You should probably have PvP'd at least a couple times before. Now maybe you're ready for Node Wars. Or you can go in as a gear that under Pentuval and probably get your ass kicked in all honesty, right? And then it should scale up from there. It should scale up from there. Okay. Here, Here's a separate issue. I don't know if I've heard anyone say this, but I'm thinking about this right now. Aren't... Shouldn't all of the caps feel the same? Like, shouldn't you go... Shouldn't the ratio well, of your time to kill be fairly similar across all the caps if you're at the absolute cap? No. But why not? I mean, isn't, isn't the whole purpose of the cap to should, prevent yes, you from going but, over? Uh, no, because the reason why... The reason why is because the damage and defensive scaling in this game is wonk to fuck. So theoretically, yes, it should. But it in actuality, it doesn't. But I don't even think they're trying to do that. No, no, I don't think so either. But I'm saying that, shouldn't that be their goal? Shouldn't like, if I, get, let's say I'm 750 gear score, right? Which is pro. I don't know if that's even real. Mm -hmm. But shouldn't, if I'm 750 gear score. What do you mean you don't know if that's real? That's what you are. No, no I'm not. But if I'm 750 <laughs> gear score and I go fight on tier one easy, and then the next week I go fight on tier one medium, and I play the same class. Let's say I play, let's say I play, um, I'm playing a striker. Or maybe uh -huh. Striker's a bad example because pet damage in that class busted. Uh, let's say I'm playing, um, let's say I'm playing Ninja. What shouldn't if I'm at the cap in all of these? Why why does uh why is my time to kill vastly different between easy and medium and tier two and tier three? Like why are they all different? Like do they is it does it actually make it easier if people are completely unkillable on T1 easies? Is that like See, that's I the think thing you're I'm confused by. You're you're tackling this question as if to suggest that PA is doing that intentionally, they're not. They have and I don't mean I don't want to say this in a mean way. I don't mean to say this in a mean way. It's just a fact of life. They have no idea what they are doing with these caps. They're just picking them. And they're like, yep, looks good. And they submit it. They don't understand what these caps are. They have no idea how much damage you're doing at these caps. They don't know how tanky people are at these caps. They're just picking them based on seemingly arbitrary numbers and saying, yep, looks good. Send it out. So, like, it's not, it, it, you, you can't look at it in its effect because it, it doesn't, they're not looking at it that way. They're not looking at it as, okay, well, how how fast do you die if we were to set these caps? They're just saying, hey, what should the caps for, like, a new player be? Oh, I don't know. Like, let's just say, like, I don't know, 210? All right, yeah, 210 sounds about good. That sounds pretty reasonable for, like, a brand new player to be at. Right? Like, that's what they're doing. They're not going, hey, how much damage do you do at 210 AP and uh, 260 DP? They're just going, yeah, that's pretty easy for a new player to hit. Let's set it at that. Yeah. Like, that's uh, what it is. I mean, I could see there being a little bit of a difference. Like, let's say if uh, 
if in a perfect world you had no special attack evasion and your crits are 100% and you use like Serpent on a tier 1 easy and Serpent does 25% of someone's health and then on a medium it does 30%, tier 2 it's 35 and you know and then like maybe then it ends and then the rest feel the same. But it, I think it's odd that on tier 1 easy Serpent does 7%, on tier 1 medium it does 25%. And then on tier three, it randomly does twelve percent again. <laughs> and then on tier well, four, yeah. it does seventy percent of your health. It's like well, it see, that... just completely fluctuates, like completely randomly. And again, that's because of the game's wonky ass scaling, right? Like it's yeah, but just they can weird. Choose the numbers. Huh? Well, I mean, every class is different, right? Every class is going to feel different. But if you're playing the same class across all of these different mediums your damage should feel like it's scaling proportionally at least in some capacity or just be the same since you're capped well no because you also like it's not just your damage scaling right it's also defense scaling right yeah Both i know of these but i'm things... saying they get to set the that why is their goal not setting the numbers to where it feels similar or there's like proportional difference between each one that like because they don't sense? know again they well, don't that's what i'm know saying like what that's what they are. need to well, uh, maybe. Maybe they don't have any idea, although I think it's just math, so I'm pretty sure they could figure it out. Um, I don't know. It's just weird. I feel like that issue needs to be addressed a little bit, or brought up, or like find out what their intent is. Like, cause right, is it their intent that a tier 3, or a tier 2 node, people feel more tanky than on a tier 1 medium? Is that intentional or is that just RNG? Bad RNG? No, that's not intentional. That's what I'm saying. It's not intentional at all. Well, I think that's the only reason that, that, that is The only reason that that's a thing is because that's just what so happens to go down at the numbers that they just randomly chose to pick. I won't say randomly. Randomly is not a good word to use. They they do have a reason for choosing these numbers, but it's not relating to damage. It's not relating to tankiness. It's not relating to TTK, which is how theoretically it should be. It's relating to how easy it is to get to that point for new players. At least that's my suspicion. Because yeah. if they did it based on TTK, if they did it based on AP or DP, if they did it based on damage or defense, none of these things make sense. Yeah. So the only option I'm left to believe is that they're doing it based on a different factor entirely, which in my opinion is quite likely how easy it is to hit these caps as a new player. That's what I think. Right. But even that doesn't make sense because all the free gear you get, you're above like the first three levels of caps. Well, you got to remember <laughs> that the T1 caps were before they kind of started this giveaway everything for free spree. They just need to update it. As far as the T1 yeah. caps, they just need to update it. And I, I think that these new caps are based off of the T1 caps, which is why they are also so far behind. And that's why I say that they need to just... T1 easies need to be at full Pentuvala and then go up from there. Like, they just need to realize that like full Pentuvala is pretty easy to obtain if you're playing like consistently for as a new player. So yeah. pretty fucking easy to get full pen Tuvala. It's not that difficult at all. All right, so it's not too high of a standard. Before I get to the other interesting changes, I want to ask just real quick the philosophical question of: Do you feel now, like overall across the game, your gear doesn't really matter anymore? There's a lot of people no. that feel that way. I mean, no, not really. I mean. <sighs> 
it's a weird question for me because I've never felt like gear matters that much. Uh, I don't know. This may be because, you know, I play a privileged class being Berserker, but I've always felt like the amount of times where I've lost and I've said that was entirely because of a gear difference. I can count on one hand. So, I don't know. Gear, gear, gear matters in terms of, like open world pvp if you enjoy that if you enjoy grinding it matters so that you can grind more spots yeah. uh if all you do is large scale like if you don't siege or if you just do cap sieges eh, probably not yeah you should I focus mean, on being a better player rather than getting more gear well but that's a part of most games progression is just gearing even if it's like just as like checkpoints to feel like you've made progress oh yeah something to go for 100%. so um i think that's that... i, I kind of have a weird opinion on this because that's always been, because you, i'm jaded as fuck right because of the class that i play and basically every single guild that i've ever been in including guilds that i've merked into for siege and stuff i have i am always a pretty consistent 20 to 50 gear score behind whatever the guild averages and yet i'm almost always in the top five worst scores right and i get that a lot of that is because of the class i play in q buff and yada 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 but like i'm a pretty decent large scale player i have no issue with that i'm kind of dog shit in 1v1s but i know how to work around the battlefield in large scale i'm pretty decent at it and so i kind of like focus on that more than on gearing yeah. I mean, for me, I, I don't feel like it's devalued it because we still have tier fours. I mean, currently in the game, we still have tier two, three, and four. But even with the global abs change, like we still have tier four and both the versions tier four. And if I I I do think, a, well, I, I don't know how much of this is true, but I do think part of the reason people don't want to do Calpheon or like the uncapped version of Siege is... is Full gear running into a choke is not a fun it's experience. It's awful. The siege format is the worst fucking thing that this game has ever goddamn created. I don't know about the worst thing, but it's definitely up there. Yeah, I, I mean, it's. I almost wish like like Medaya and Valencia castles were just removed entirely, and it felt like Balanos Serendia sieges. I don't know that I just hate I, I guess I like hate the castle in this game. It just doesn't I mean, work. I, yeah, the, the, the problem is, though, is that castle sieges are cool. Like you see them in other games and you're like, dude, this looks fucking awesome. Like this looks so incredibly fun. Like you look at castle sieges and other MMOs, right? But then you look at them in BDO and you're like, but the fact is this. Like, this looks like shit. Why would I ever want to do this? It's just running your face into a wall for two hours straight. Like, this seems awful. Yeah. It seems awful for the defenders. It seems awful for the attackers. It just seems not fun. And it's kind of always had that problem. It's just that that problem has gotten way fucking worse as gear has continued to climb. I mean, all you have to say... No, Valencia Siege is fun, but going into the castle is not, period. It's just not. I don't... There's no... There's no way you're convincing me that ramming your face into the castle is fun. The other thing yeah, is that's like, what I'm saying. here's how you know it's designed poorly. Again, we've said this a thousand times, but you have to, you have to open your gate. That's you're benefited by leaving your gate, like saying, Hey, 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 
this thing that's supposed to keep you out, open that, mm -hmm. because if we close it, it hurts us. That is bad. This thing that is supposed <laughs> to benefit us by leaving it down actually harms us, so we're going to pull it up, which yeah, should up advantage so the enemy, but actually disadvantage. Like, it makes <laughs> yeah. no fucking sense. It's so backwards. All right, It's so, so badly designed. They added this tank. I've been asking for dragon buffs or Dude, baron pog. buffs. Dude, Pog! What? Tanks. Tanks. They added this tank. I was. You, I thought you got a rare drop or something. That was. Oh, no. No. Character. Me? Okay. No. Alright, so... Well, you gotta pop loot scrolls to get those. Alright, so the... Well, I uh, <laughs> have one running here right now and a tent buff. Um, Although, you know what? I did get an Orkinrad last hour, so... Uh, you you know? There you go. It's something. I'm a little depressed, but it's something. Okay, so here, here's what they said about this new tank thing. They said, The ancient tank can be acquired by destroying a military wagon that will appear at random locations during Occupation Warzone. Uh, from the time the war is in full swing, it is designed to be coveted by many guilds as it grants great power to take over. However, in order to acquire the ancient tank, you have to deal the most damage to the military wagon. So a strategy to take the tank by inflicting damage to a military wagon while dealing with other guilds that have flocked to acquire the tank becomes important. So essentially, what I've been asking for... Now again, this is on paper. I've been asking for just other objectives that make you decide, hey, maybe we shouldn't just be one gigantic ball that runs into the enemy. Maybe we mm -hmm. should split up and send some people over there to go get that tank because the tank's going to help us later. Or maybe we strategize and think, hey, they're going to go for that tank. Let's try to full push their base now while we have a chance and they don't have their full group or whatever. You know what I mean? Like just different right. options to kind of split up the ball v ball monotony. Um, so I love this in theory. The thing I don't like about it is I, I, it needs to be operated by two people. Which, I, this is another, like Gutter, I was talking about this with Gutter last night, and he was like, I, we can't even get people to operate the things that require one person right now. It's like really difficult because the, all the siege equipment is just like not fun to use. Right. So if this isn't fun to use or feel good, it's going to be annoying. I don't know. Yeah, I think they, which I know easier said than done, but one person I feel moves, like they, one person fires. That's how it works. They need to do an overhaul of like all things siege or defense equipment related. In all honesty, they need to overhaul. Which I know, like they updated the flame towers or whatever, which I'm I think was in this global labs patch. So I'm assuming we're going to talk about it. But no, we got like, that. On, that was on live. That was on live server. That was on live. Okay, yeah. so now you can do the flamethrower breath on the flame tower. <laughs> yeah. Which, like, okay, it's still not fun. Like, I don't know. They, they, I feel like they just need to take a look at all of these things. Cannon, Watcha, Flame Tower, Elephants, this fucking thing. And ask themselves, is this fun for players to do? Because nine times out of ten, the people that are in Flame Towers are watching documentaries or playing other video games while they're sitting there spamming space. Yeah. I mean, the flame towers are already like they talked about in that one dev note, or the I can't remember if it was global apps or the dev note, but a lot of people suggested just make the flame towers automatic, and I, I still think yeah, that like that the should siege be the case. That would that would be fine. Like if you can't make it fun, then just make it automatic. I see absolutely no problem with that. Yeah, I I was wondering too. I was thinking about this the other day. Recovery centers are weird. When I first started playing the game, I always thought recovery centers were weird because I was like, oh, recovery center. Like, 
Does that mean I get to go walk up to it and heal? Or is that like I run back and it repair? Like what does a recovery center do? And um, I kind of wish it was like, uh, so you know, have you, you played Battlefield, right? Mm -hmm. um, in Battlefield, they have a, uh, in Battlefield, they have the, the game mode where you have to go stand on top of the flag and acquire it. And then while right. while you have the flag, you're gaining points at the top of your screen. Conquest, Conquest I think it's yeah. called. Exactly. They have that. And I was thinking, what if recovery centers were randomly placed throughout the world and you had to be on top of it and then you acquire it and while you own it, you have the faster respawn time. So you can randomly throughout the war constantly go to these other locations and overtake recovery centers instead of having them in your base. And that's what gives you the shorter respawn timers. Like, I feel like something like that would be really fun and not something that like, cause my one fear with this tank, while it's, it's, I do love it in theory and I don't know how strong it's going to be. Maybe, maybe it's not going to be that strong, but is the tank going to basically guarantee like, all right, well, we're fucked now. They have the tank. You know, I don't know. I just think the recovery yeah. thing would be really fun too for like splitting groups up. If there was like, well, I mean, yeah, there's you know. a lot of things they could do. I mean, there's there's so many examples of like things that they could do from other MMOs to like other genres. Um, I think this is a good first step in understanding that we as Node War players need something else to do other than slam our face into the face of another guild. Mm -hmm. So hopefully they kind of like cannon or not can tank comes out. It's decently balanced. It's, you know, it's worth going for, but it's not the end all be all. And then maybe they can start working on the next thing. Right. Yeah. I would, I would be, I think that no doors could go in a really good direction if they kind of took that approach of like, let's get this like new objective, like fairly balanced, but also like fun. Right. That's yeah. a very important component is that it's fun. And then we can start working on the next thing. So hopefully they do that. Will they? God knows, but hopefully they do. Are these tanks? Also, an yeah. So another thing, though, another very important thing that you haven't touched on yet. Um, unless I'm mistaken, my my memory is telling me that this is tied to drilling. Yeah, which we're probably not getting. Which we do not have, and I don't think anything has been said about since they originally announced that it was a thing. So in case anyone doesn't remember, they <laughs> announced... Drilling? They also they updated drilling like, kind of recently. Did they? Yeah, they did. I I don't they like changed the benefits of Oh, it's in it's in this change. Never mind, not recently. In this exact patch. Oh, the okay. So rewards okay. Have changed. So drilling for anyone who might not know and you'll you could be forgiven for that because they haven't done shit with it since they originally announced it and put it on the Global Labs. Drilling is this thing that your guild does out in the desert of Valencia. You have a guild drill essentially. This is an objective that is constantly 24/7 under threat of being attacked if I remember correctly. At any point in time another like group of people another guild can go out there and start trying to destroy your drill, right? You yep. get bonuses for having this drill. I don't recall what they it are. It like mines a material 
And then you also get rewards for killing other drills. For killing other drills, yeah. Um, so it's essentially just a thing to kind of get people to do some open world PvP around, which is dope, except for the fact that it's way off in the middle of buttfuck nowhere in the desert. Uh, not cool. Um, so now they're tying this tank thing into the drilling, so you have to participate in the drilling content if you want to be able to use this tank in your node war content. That is kind of not pog to me. I am right, not you're, down. You're with overusing that. the word pog lately. I'll also, I, I dude, I I the anti pog. Like I I am so not okay with that because I personally was looking forward to never participating in the trilling content because okay. it's way out in the desert and I, I don't want to go out there. Well, you don't necessarily need, you only need the you only need it to fire. You can still in the node war prevent the enemy from getting the tank. And right. you know what I mean? And someone in your guild would like no one in your guild wants to do it. You, you yourself doesn't. It's not like every person needs to do it. It's just like someone well, in the guild needs to participate in some of the drilling thing, and like a GM could just go place it, and it just mines. Right, but then if it's under attack, yeah, then I mean you, have you just to go defend it. And you just well, do you have to, or do you just go replace it? Who cares? I I don't know. You don't you don't necessarily have to defend it. Here, wait. Let me see what the reward changes are to see. Well, if now maybe this that makes starts opening up for abuse, right? Because there's a reward for uh, there's a reward for killing them. Well, I think you have to wait like twenty. I, I forget what I forgot the all the original rules, but it has some limits. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, it's li literally been like a year now, or something, or close to a year. We're like, yeah, coming on to a year of not getting this. I think didn't I, I'm I'm having a revelation here. Didn't they announce drilling at the same time they announced Thornwood Castle? It might have been right after. Maybe it wasn't a year. Maybe it was like in February. But it's coming on a year. We're like getting close. Dude, rip Thornwood Castle. We we hardly knew you. We never knew you. Yeah. All right. So let me see. What is the material you need? You need... Um. What do you think they're going to do with Thornwood Castle? That's already a location on the map that we can't use. What are they going to do with that? Oh, I don't know. You get so you, sorry. You get these red magic crystals, and you use them plus melted iron shards, powder flame, and blackstone powder to um, create the ancient tank shell that you fire. And then it seems every time you, when your driller completes a drill, you gain two magical shards. And when you reward obtained when the drilling machine is destroyed without completing drilling, is changed as follows: you get one. You get half the rewards if someone kills it without finishing it basically so if your drilling completes you get two of the shells or two crystals to make the shell if it if someone destroys it and you don't defend it then one you get one and i don't know how often you can place these things i'm assuming like once a day or something but i, I have no fucking clue it sounds i forget the original system because dude yeah it's been it's been a very it's long it's been time. so long yeah it's been so long uh, military tank wagons appear. So, what do you? How do you feel about the fighting over the random wagons to get this tank? So it, so it says they appear ran at random times during the war between two and one hour after the start of the occupation war. So basically, like at the halfway mark, these things are going to start appearing. Um, mm. 
and the guild with the highest contribution to destroying the military wagon take ownership of the ancient tank. Um, apparently so, they're, they're wait, chariots and effectively attack gates barriers. I think the tank, I think it said somewhere the tank is weak to elephants and cannons. So you can like kill it with an elephant or a cannon or something like that. Uh, what were we going to say about the killing the wagons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me preface this statement with uh, I think that adding more objectives is a good thing. And that ultimately, I think this is a good change. Yeah. Doesn't this doesn't this seem kind of lazy? Isn't this just tax cart in the middle of war? I don't know if it's moving around. Is it? I thought it was. Is it not? I don't know. Does it move around? It just says they spawn. I, I have no idea if they move. Maybe they don't move. I never go to tax cart. I haven't been in tax. My in first thought years. would be that they move because otherwise that would kind of suck if like it spawned right next to your enemy guild and you're like, well, fuck. Yeah. Oh, maybe they don't move, but uh, yeah, I think other objectives is cool. So it's 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 good, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, when I saw that, I was like, "It's it's tax cart and war." Okay, I'm I'm okay with that. I, do you have a problem with that? Um, I wouldn't say problem. Just do you wish it was a boss, like you're fighting red nose. Yeah, I kind yeah, I kind of do. I kind of do okay. wish that like you could fight Nuver or like Garmoth right, or Black not, Dragon. What? Or Why Shadow, do you need whatever. all the cancer ones? No, I'm not saying actually the world boss, like a nerfed version of him, right? Or me, like a new fight boss that, entirely. That, what's that one? The ruins. Uh, what is this thing called? Do I have it up? That you know the the ruins guard tower. Let's make it that thing. Ruins guard tower. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that wouldn't be bad. It, it spawns a bunch of ads too. Yeah. I don't know. I was just like Puderum. Another. I would be the Puderum from the dungeon that fucking one shots you sometimes randomly. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. I know. was just hoping for like a dragon or a baron, and instead we got wagon. Yeah, they buff ballistas. What are your thoughts on the ballista buffs? Damage increased by thirty percent to before when hitting fortress, command fort, and field headquarters. Damage has been increased by one hundred percent. To hit annexes such as supply stations, recovery stations, and cannon obs. And when a character when hitting a character with the ballista, the damage increased by 20% compared to before. When hitting a castle gate, been increased by 30%. And the speed of the basic operations, stop while moving, move again after stopping, has been increased by 50% compared to before. And the rotation and turning has and movement has increased by 50%. So trying to make ballistas usable. When's the last time you saw a ballista? Uh, whenever we murked for some siege guild, a bunch of us in Bloodthirst murked into a siege guild, and we stole their ballista, yeah. and we're running around with it. You can hide alliance names. That's a UI change. I just have to throw that out there. It's a good change people have been asking for for a long time. It's going to be a setting. Uh, Did right. they increase? The only thing I remember about the ballista is that it's quite possibly... 
the slowest thing I've ever yeah, seen in this game. Increase the move speed apparently by fifty percent. So I don't, I don't know. That how much that's is gonna not feel. gonna be enough. That <laughs> needs to be like two hundred. Well, maybe it's BDO's move speed increase type though. Like imagine like they have speed spell and a twenty percent move speed buff on them. You know, it's gonna actually be fast. Yeah, can you speed spell the Huacha? Maybe that's what needs to happen. Or not the Huacha, the Ballista. Yeah. Well, they sped it up in a bunch of different ways and made it do more damage. So maybe it'll be actually good. I, I don't know. I, I assume it has My to be My problem with the Ballista, someone. though, is that it's just, a sh like, it's just a shitty cannon. Yeah, right? That's what I think. Is it, isn't it essentially a mobile Huacha? Or not really? No, it's not like a Huacha. It's more like a cannon, isn't it? I don't know. Because I feel like a mobile Huacha would be not bad. Huachas are really impactful in fights. If you could drag a Huacha to someone's base, like a less tanky Huacha. Right, but that's why I'm saying I don't think it's a mobile Huacha. I think it's more like a shitty cannon. Maybe I'm wrong about that. <laughs> I don't that. know. I've never seen one. I No one uses I've them. I've never seen one used. I've only ever seen one taken out, and we ran it to the enemy base and then very quickly died because we were just memeing <laughs> around. Nice. All right. Well, I know that's mostly the note. We didn't oh. get invited back to Merc for that guild, in case you're wondering. They're also changing note wars from three times a week to Sunday through Thursday. Um, essentially, your base can't, is attackable any of those days. Um... It's one of the main complaints is, well, you'll have to... Well, mostly people are worried about qualifying for Siege, right? Like, if your main days are Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and someone could go destroy your home base on a Thursday, now you can't Siege, right? You have to be, like, your guild has to be ready on a whim to go Node War on a Thursday. Mm -hmm. I almost feel like the home base thing is kind of does just doesn't need to be a thing i don't know does it the home base thing yeah do we need a home base for these nodes that just destroys all your nodes or maybe they should just make it like i was thinking if they well it just shouldn't count like i feel like if you have if you obtain your t4 or t3 you should just qualify for siege. yes that that actually would solve it yes you should just qualify for siege if you want a node that week period even if they get yeah. destroyed I, that that actually because, would solve it and be simple. Because you do need the main node, because that's a big part of the whole expanding too far, right? Like, true. Threatening thing, okay. right? A big part of that is that, I mean, yeah, I don't know. That's a big part of it, right? Because there's multiple layers to this expansion shit that people are have like slowly been figuring out since we got the changes, right? Like one of the things that. Uh, is really funny to see is that whenever you get a node cut off, then that node gets liberated. <laughs> Very funny. Um, so these guilds that like have a bunch of nodes, like let's say they have a corner node and then two nodes in front of it. Mm -hmm. If you kill their, if you take away the two nodes that aren't in the corner, they'll also lose the corner, assuming it's not their main fort. Very funny. Um, so yeah, that the main fort thing is a big part of it. Okay. Um, dude, we're in trouble in Valencia. Yeah, you guys are screwed. Yeah, we're fucked. Well, it's partly because you keep calling them the Weenie Alliance. That's why they're coming after you. Where? where no, you? that's not why we're screwed, dude. Family's over here now, so we have brutal family. Fucking. Uh, 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 Wait, where are you? I don't even see you. We lost our node yesterday. Oh, uh, so you could go anywhere you want. Dismantled. Yeah, we're thinking about going somewhere else, but. 
Come hang yeah, out. Yeah, dude. Come fucking... hang out with us in Calpheon. Look at look at this shit. Look at this shit, dude. You got you got dismantled ego sublime. I thought sublime was dead. Is sublime not dead? I don't know. I think they're retired, but I think they still have members. They're probably just dropping, and if no one places there. Fair enough. Um, family brutal. ZZZ was the guild that we fought last night. We lost to them. They fucking. They had so many people, bro. It was crazy. Yeah. They had to have had like fifty to fifty-five people. It was crazy. There you, was so many. You could go. You could probably get a couple good fights up at the top of Kama. Yeah. See, the problem with that <laughs> is uh, you got Show Nation running around collecting yeah. every single node in Kama. But you don't ever know, dude. Show Nation might win a territory this week. That's today. Yeah. We'll find out tonight. I mean, look, if we'll you if you did play, guess. let's say if this looked the exact same on Sunday, you could play fight Gang Gang and then fight Ingenium and Beef and Kindred before you have to fight Cho. Or you probably won't get to Kindred because they'll die if these guilds expand, but I don't, I don't know. Also, Crawling yeah, Chaos Kindred, has two nodes at the bottom. They do, and so does Vertex. I'm sure Vertex is going to go try to... Man, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know what's going to happen with the castle and Calpheon. Vertex and Black Rose and all of them were fighting on Calpheon last week, so... Mm. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see. I mean, I'm not in leadership, so I don't get to make these decisions, but we'll see what ends up happening. I have a feeling we're going to stay in Valencia, though. We're pretty chill with Ego. Uh, we got a pretty nice little friendship going on with them. And also, we have a bone to pick with this fucking Weenie Hut Jr. people, so... Is that Probably an actual guild name? You. No, that's the alliance name. Is that... A I don't see that anywhere. There's a Weenie Hut Jr.? Yeah, no. It's not an actual alliance name, Frosty. That's the 8 guild alliance that I've been... Oh. Well, you keep changing their name. Are they Weenie Alliance or are they Weenie Hut Jr.? And what the fuck does that even mean? Am I lagging? What's oh, going on? Yeah, no, you, well, you weren't saying anything for a minute. You're back now. Yeah, I... I just disconnected. What? Sorry. What were you saying? What? What? It? Where? Never mind. I just. I'm leaving it at that. When you say Weenie Hut, I don't know. Like, is everyone you're fighting just a pig in a blanket? <laughs> I think. I think we lost Resler. Res. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're lagging, dude. You gotta go. I've seen the future. Call your. Oh, he's gone again, and he's gone. Nice ISP. Nice ISP. Am I back? You're back. Hello? Are you back for good? Oh my god, dude. Oh, it's a SpongeBob reference, the Weenie Alliance? We well Weenie Hut Jr. is a SpongeBob reference, yeah. Okay. Is that a restaurant? It's uh it's from the episode Did you not watch SpongeBob when you were little? I did. I, I I mean I didn't memorize every episode. Do though, you remember SR. the one do you remember the one where they were trying to prove that like they were tough to like get into the like club or whatever and you had the one guy that was like, I ate a bowl of nails for cereal and then the body or the guard guy was like, Yeah, so what? And then he goes, Without any milk and he's like, Please go ahead, sir. Do you remember that one? <laughs> no, I don't, but uh, Oh well, it's that episode. It. Okay, well, I'm sorry. All right. 
Moving on. And then SpongeBob tries to get in, and then the the guard guy's like, "You don't belong in here. You're not tough enough." And SpongeBob is like, "Well, what am I supposed to do?" And he's like, "Well, you can go to that place over there." And then it's Weenie Hut Junior, where all the little kitties hang out at. You know why don't why don't you come to Calfion so we can Weenie Hut Junior your asses instead of you guys insulting those poor guilds over there? Dude, that's the thing is like we take our beatings honorably, right? Like. We got clapped by ZZZ last night. We we took that like the men that we are. But this fucking eight guild alliance, dude, they don't like taking their beatings. They gotta they gotta form these little fucking weenie alliances and it take brings. They literally brought four guilds to one v four us, Frosty, us, Bloodthirst, with an average gear score of like six twenty. They brought four guilds. Yeah. You're saying you're taking, like, it's like your words are contradicting themselves because you're saying you take your beating honorably, but it sounds like you're just getting farmed out there and you're insulting huh? your enemies. All right. Poor Weenie Alliance. I'm saying we, whenever we are beaten, like, ZZZ kicked our ass last night, right? What, what Straight up, 1v1, no bullshit. I got you. What do we they take call that themselves? loss honorably. What do they call themselves? The actual Weenie Alliance. Who cares? Okay, same. All right, let's let's talk about let's <laughs> just to briefly discuss. Oh, the color palette is amazing. Have you messed with it? It's fucking awesome. I haven't messed with it yet, but I love it because I see people doing really funny shit with it. Yeah, and it's yeah I know. I know people are doing crazy stuff, but the color palette is freaking amazing. It's really, 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 really good. I like it a lot. There's still some colors kind of missing from it that it doesn't let you land on, and it changes them. Hopefully that gets changed, but yeah, it's really good. Um. The I, I just wanted to briefly talk oh the the thank you also for the the item collection scroll change. It is amazing. It remembers the position when I change characters, it automatically turns off. It's like a on a per character basis now. So thank you. Yeah. Big. Um Okay. I just before we get to the comments, we have a long comment section, but before we get to that, I wanted yeah. to ask you your opinions on the current state of New World and what your thoughts are on Lost Ark or if you tried it because Lost Ark's in a beta right now. Yeah, so uh, New World seems to be having a lot of issues <laughs> that could be very easily foreseen if it was made by a, a dev team that knew what they were doing. Unfortunately, this is Amazon Game Studios, so they do not. Um, I think they've lost something like a half million players or some shit. Uh, since launch already, which is rough. Um, yeah, they're not doing too hot. I think they've like paused. I, I don't play the game. First of all, I should say that first. I don't play the game. So if any of this is wrong, I don't play the game. But I think they've paused like all kinds of like, they've paused like trading and like, I think they've paused the marketplace or at least they did. I don't know if maybe it got turned back on. Like, they're just constantly, like, it's a sinking ship, and they are just desperately trying to plug the holes. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty sad to see. Um, but, I mean, that's what you get when you have a uh, 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 a game studio that is trying to tackle one of the hardest genres in gaming as their very first game. I mean, I don't, I don't know what they expected. So. Okay. That being said, uh, a lot of people are still standing by it. Apparently, people are kind of getting like worn out in the in-game. Um, I don't know. I keep seeing a lot of posts and complaints that there's not uh, enough to do in the in-game. 
So, so there's I don't know. fewer exploits now, which is good. Yeah, they're working on it. They're they, like I said, it. it's a sinking ship, and they are just plugging and, uh, the, as many holes as they can. I'm assuming they they rolled back for everyone, so that way you don't have to like deal with people that did benefit greatly from the exploits. They had a big rollback. I have no idea. Cracked in chat is saying it's 1.05 is really good now, which I I assume to be really good, you'd have to roll back, right? Otherwise, you still have a bunch of people that benefited from the exploits. There are people saying no rollbacks, so. Hmm. Um, okay. That's interesting. I'm not ignoring chat. I'm, 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 I'm doing a bit here. You're ruining it. All right, so. Yeah, don't ruin the bit. Yeah, you're ruining the bit. Yeah. So they did not do rollbacks. <laughs> no, right. apparently not. Which is interesting. Yeah. Um... What about, uh, and people are getting burnt out in the endgame? I mean, what is it just missing? I mean, doesn't, I don't know what you do exactly at endgame. Is it just mostly PvP? I don't know either, because I don't play the game. So, okay. couldn't tell you. Well, I, I see a lot of people, like, Vert is still playing it a shitload. He seems to still be super into it. Nayashi's still playing it. Um, no, I know he a lot. He's playing Diablo 2. Oh, yeah, he is playing Diablo 2. You're right, you're right. He's, he he would say. rather play a 20-year-old game <laughs> than play New World. That is a... That is a uh, that is a statement right there. I don't I don't care who you are. That is a statement. The gold slash item dub was reported in one of the betas and got patched one month into launch. Pretty hard to roll back. Yeah. Um, it's alright. I, I it's one of those games that I think um. Like in a year from now, it'll probably be quite good, and that that's assuming they also improve the combat system down the road. Uh, what about Lost Ark? Now you hate isometric, but do you have any interest in yeah. Lost Ark whatsoever? Or is it just isometric is an automatic no-go for you? Do I have to pay money for it? Uh, it's, I believe it's 15 bucks to buy the game when it comes out. Oh, 15 bucks. Uh, uh, eh, eh. I don't oh, know. People are saying it's free. Maybe it's just the pre-order is 15 bucks. Something is 15 if bucks. When free, I go to it, you I'll have to... When I looked at it on Steam, you had to buy it. There was no free option. So I, I don't If it's know. free, I'll probably try it out. That seems pretty fun uh, for like a free-to-play game, sure. Okay. Um, I don't I don't know about spending money on it, though, because, yeah, I, I am not a fan of isometric. I don't know what it is. Isometric games just put me to sleep. I don't know what it, I I just can't I see that. I've tried PoE, I've played Diablo, like it, there's something about it, man. I I don't know what it is. It's just so I have no interest in like what's going on on the screen. Like when I'm in BDO and I'm PVPing, like my heart is racing, right? Right, right. Cuz I'm like, "Oh shit." And then I I go and do shit in isometric games and I'm I'm bored to tears. Or so to sleep, at the very least. I think at least the difference with this is it has way more in-depth, like, PvP. So, you you, may, you might not be bored because of the PvP. And it has, like, like, actual dungeons. Now, I don't know if PoE has dungeons or raids. But this has, like, legitimate dungeons and raids. So, there's obviously a lot of parts where it's, like, just hack and slash. You're killing huge groups of mobs. But then there's also, like, really cool bosses with some interesting mechanics and stuff. And then PvP. Arenas. Which I, I've said before, yeah. and I'm going to say again. Pearl Bess, you guys have about four months to 
do something with resist in PvP and introduce arenas before you lose a lot of people that you don't have to lose just because they want to scratch that itch of getting PvP. And Lost Ark's going to provide it, and you're going to shoot yourself in the foot by ignoring that side of the game. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. I'm going to reiterate well, that PvP every week leading the, up to the launch. The PvP in Lost Ark is the main reason I would want to get it. Because I like when Lost Ark first came out, I was very interested in it, and I was watching a lot of gameplay, and the PvP seems really fun. Um, yeah, I would say it's mainly the grinding that always gets me in isometric games. It's just not fun. I mean, I already don't like grinding in this fucking game, and this game's combat is way more interesting to me than any isometric, so grinding in an isometric just feels like the worst fucking thing imaginable, but the PvP in that game actually seems pretty dope, so... Yeah. Like, how much grinding do I have to do in Lost Ark? This will determine whether I play it or not. I want you to answer honestly. How much grinding do I have to do before I can start getting good PvP in, in that game? I, I don't think much. You, you don't need gear to PvP. It's equalized gear. So you get to level 26 and you can start. But I think you have to get to 50 to get like all your skill points and all that stuff. I, okay. I believe... I believe... I don't... I believe you have to set up your character, so you still have to grind out the skill points for your all your augments and to get every skill, I think. But outside of that, no, the gear is not, it's only class balance. There are a lot of, I've been watching a lot of videos, there are definitely a lot of classes where people are like, yeah, just do not play this in Arena. It's gonna be a miserable experience. So you gotta, yeah. I mean, that's, well, that's to be expected. The classes, it sucks because the beta, there's three people classes. Al people also say that wizards and witches can't win in 1v1s in this game, so. <clears throat> That's true. They're, the classes that I super am interested in are not available. <laughs> like, literally, all of them. I want to try out the Scouter, I want to try out the, the Reaper, and I want to try out the Arcana, and none of those three are available. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'll probably, especially if it's free to play, I'll definitely give it a try. If it's if it costs fifteen bucks, I don't know, maybe I'll maybe I'll give it a try. I'm a, you're telling me that they're holding back classes. I fucking hate when creative games are, do this shit. They are. It's so frustrating. The sorceress is the only one I can kind of understand because it's uh, it's just I think it just came out in KR or whatever, or it's about to come out. But the other three, I yeah, I have no idea why. I think there's four, actually. There's a Lancer also that's not in the game. Yeah, and I have no idea why. No, Bear's not okay, in the call. I'm, Someone I'm said his Bear very, in the call. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting, some, I'm getting hurt over here. Oh, I did like not the second sound or like third bear. person that said, tell Bear to shut up. I, did, I sound nothing like Bear. <laughs> <gasps> oh, my God. Oh my god. Destroyer and Scouter are broken OP. That's why they're disabled. That's a, such a bad reason to disable them. Because like, you can't eat. There's no competitive aspect in the beta. It's like it's irrelevant. I don't know whether I should be more insulted or if Bear should be more insulted than what I'm reading in your chat right now, Frosty. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I, I, if I'm being honest with myself probably bear <laughs> so here's the thing i i do prefer third person like behind over the shoulder point of view but i'm okay with isometric and i think that the game looks fun and i actually do think i'll play it a lot i don't think it'll be my main game because it still feels uh 
you, you know, like the, I, I don't know. It limits you on how many abilities you get and stuff. And I understand that forces some unique builds and stuff, but it also just makes the combat feel boring over time. But I do think I'll spend a lot of time on it. Just don't know if it'll end mm. up being my main game. I'll definitely be spending a shitload of time on it for ranked arenas, especially if BDO doesn't give us ranked arenas and remove resist from PvP. Sorry. This is the last time I'm going to say it. Alright. Comments. You ready? We have a big-ass comment section on a lot of people. Wait! What? Is there something we missed? You forgot. You forgot. Did I? What? Oh, th this is the other MMO section. We gotta talk about the most popular one. I don't know what that is. Elyon did. Oh. Yeah, Elyon's okay. It's a uh, Terra 1.5. I mean, honestly, like, the thing about Elyon is it's a very traditional Eastern MMO. That's... It's so, like, average. It's so painfully average. Yeah, it, it's, it's all right. I, I think it's a game that you can enjoy for a while. And I then... just don't, like, dude, I look at it and I'm like, this is just Terra. And that's not, as much as I enjoyed Terra 10 years ago... That's not a compliment. It's a slightly Terra, better Terra. It's a slightly Terra better Terra came out 10 years ago. No, no, no. It, it's improved over Terra, but it definitely feels outdated for the, the game. But the game modes are kind of cool. I mean, again, like, it's just such a standard thing in so many MMOs. It it's, has ranked it, it, arenas. Please, Pearl Abyss. Like, it's just... Give us ranked arenas. Please. This is what... This is what I explained. I forget who I was talking to. It may have been Mina. I don't remember. I was talking to someone about why I, I don't. I have absolutely zero interest in playing Elyon. It feels like a game that's aiming to be average. Elyon why is? would I want to play a game that's aiming to be average? Yeah. I think they had. You know what I respect about them, though? The one thing that I do like about them is that they took in the feedback that tab target was awful and tried to make it action combat. And I hope that that sets a trend going forward. Yeah, I mean, respect. Now, it still sure. has a lot of lock-on skills, so it's not fully... But it's, it's like hybrid now, right? But it's like hybrid, mostly action. Because it's just like yeah. AoEs and stuff, but... Um, no, yeah. respect on that front. But like, I don't know, man. It's... I think one of the main reasons that I still play BDO, and despite all my complaints with it over the years, I still think I enjoy BDO. I, I can't <laughs> tell if it's just Stockholm Syndrome at this point, but I think I still enjoy it. Uh, is that it feels like, as far as the combat is concerned, Dude. they really aimed for something that has like never been done before in an MMO. I hate this. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sorry. I, I just, I hate this argument. Quote, BDO won't don't want ranked arenas because people we'd see how bad class imbalances are. No, you don't need ranked arenas to see that. Wait, we Go look do. at Node War. Yeah. <laughs> and on top of that, no arenas in the history of any arena has ever not revealed that. That's all games that's not unique to BDO. That is a horrible, horrible, horrible reason to not put in arenas. And that is, there's no way that's the reason. All you have to do is go to RBF or go to Open World or go to Node War to see the class imbalances. Arenas don't change that in any way. I don't care yep. if classes are imbalanced. I still want to play ranked arenas. Yep. As do most people. That's not a reason to not have it in the game. It's a horrible yep. reason. Yeah, it's... Uh, I mean, every... Like, oh. here's the thing. Every, 
every game is the imbalanced. wine shitstorm wouldn't change. It's already that way. It's not going it's to change. It's already here. The, the, you, if you've not been Witches following the reworks, Witches and Wizards already complain about their one v ones. We already hear complaints about grabs. We already hear complaints about perma SA shield classes. It's not no. going to change yeah, anything. That's not it's going already to change. here. The, you can't whine more than they're already whining every single week. Every time we look at the global lab notes, and everyone says that their class is shit. The, it, it's not. Yeah, I, you're wrong. It, it has not. It's fine. It's fine. Who cares if it people would whine? People whine nothing. about balance all day, every day. Go look at Reddit. It's the only thing they talk about is crying about balance and how unfair things are. It's just that's yeah, yeah. that's not going to change. That's just how it is. That's how and people have whined forever, dude. I I whined about Berserker back when we grinded catfish and had GVGs at fucking uh, Zarka Shrine or whatever it's called. Like people whine. It's what they do. It's 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 a fact of gaming because it's imbalanced. Every game ever is gonna be imbalanced. There's no perfectly balanced game. And the idea that there's gonna be more whining, I mean, I see where you're coming from, and like maybe, I don't think so, but maybe, but also who cares? Like there's already so much whining. There's already there's so much so it much whining. Even matter. Why Completely are we going irrelevant. to deny people content because people are gonna whine? No, like, one's, that makes no, no one's saying that, that no you sense. wouldn't see balance issues. You would, but that's okay. What we're saying is that you don't withhold good content that everybody wants because of that. They're not yeah. if if they if you're saying that they shouldn't release content because of that, then they should also cancel Node Wars and remove RBF. Because I don't want to see Novas just farming my entire team over and over again. That's worse mm -hmm. than losing to a Nova in a 1v1 in a ranked arena. Is watching them kill my entire team by themselves. All right, let's go to the comments. You now ready? Frosty's mad. No, I'm not. I'm just like it, I just think it's a horrible take, and it's not. That's not why they're releasing it. It's just such a bad take. I I don't. I feel like I can't believe people still think that that's an actual reason they're not putting in ranked arenas. Do you know how bad the imbalances in BDO Mobile? Have you ever looked it up? It like some of those classes are completely unkillable. They still have ranked arenas in their own freaking game with horrible, horrible imbalance, and the entire game is pay to win. I don't know. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> give me a break, dude. They don't care about that. If they cared about bad feedback, they'd stop just balancing classes in general because all they get is, sh is shit storms from every single thing they do. Yep. It's not more work for them. It I mean, arenas, the any content is more work for them, but the benefit is you're going to actually keep people that want to play competitively. Right now, those people don't exist in our game, or they're slowly fading away because there's no scene for it. So the benefit yeah, I mean, is way, way bigger. I remember at launch, I had a tamer who all he wanted to do, a tamer in my guild, all he wanted to do was fight in uh, the arenas. We didn't have BA, so it was you fought in the actual city arenas. That's all he did all day, and he always talked about how oh, dude, I can't wait until they add actual arenas and then I can go and, and fight on, like, a leaderboard and stuff. And it's going to be so much fun. It has now been, what, four years? <laughs> Five years? And yeah. that dude is still not, like, he can't. He can't come back to this game if he wanted to because the thing he's waiting on still isn't here. Yep. yep that yep, thing yep, that yep. he was excited about at launch still isn't in the game. And they like, talked about it this crazy. year. They literally said they're going to add it. So it, it's like, that's the other reason why you're wrong. Like, they, why would they even mention that they're going to add it if they're afraid of balance, class balance? Like, what? All right. Anyway, let's move on. This could go on forever. Uh, is this the... 
two. What episode is this? It's one twenty nine. So we need to start with the one twenty nine, right? Musa Maywall one, whichever okay. one that is, I don't remember. All right, here we go. Uh, Magnus says first. Also remember, twenty percent passive, fifteen percent active. I don't know what that's in reference to. Clo Killer says, if all those classes got as many changes as Warrior, this podcast would be 20 hours. Lol. I mean, we had a... Oh, I see what you're saying. Well, we had to kind of cut through. That's true. It would it would have been kind of crazy. Um, on that week, some of the classes got as many. Only only Musa, really, though. Maybe it was a little bit fewer changes overall. Uh, Wiener Winger says first, which is third, so that's pretty off. Um, Nothing King says, Dear God, no. I hope they don't give SA back on Voltaic. With the new changes they have on Rework, they are fine with what they have. I'm sure he got insulted and attacked. Oh, no. Wait, people were actually, like, agreeing. All right. Uh, Genesis says, Casters. Got jokes. Asking for split TP and more and or more iframe with all the utility range damage they have now really they're technically asking for a better version of rift chain that travels faster and further instantly with the option to immediately iframe back out after instantly casting a skill something not even suck sage was able to do sage needing to first slowly pocket then dive cast and exit now either the dive slash exit is an sa maybe i'm biased as an old suck sage that made and leveled awaken whiz for pvp as a whiz discord hates the rework i kind of like it I thought reworks were supposed to balance classes to the newer ones, not make them completely obsolete. Some of these requests are getting extreme. Every class should have its vulnerabilities. Casters have been so good for so long with so much versatility in their kits, they've forgotten at this point. Bad enough that they don't even know the concept of stamina or resource management. Reslar and his whiz doing God's work. Musa and Mewa guests request totally reasonable and down to earth. Excellent guests here. Great podcast too, except for the crazy part in the beginning. More iframe heh. All right. Uh, I feel bad for sages, honestly. Suck sages, I should say, not awakened sages. Suck sages had like that, like one or two weeks where they were the most busted thing this game has ever seen, and now they like don't exist. Yeah. Orden, we no one knows why. No one knows why. We we also don't know why it took them super long to give us a color wheel. We also don't know why it took us so long to add implement the loot scroll system. That was probably also because it was going to show imbalance. You're like you're also <laughs> just guessing. You know we don't know why half the shit that is really basic isn't in the game. There's a lot of things. Arenas being one of them. But what we do know is they said they're going to add them. Uh, so it's like if. They think there's no benefit to it because of the um, the class balance. They would not say they're going to add them. Uh, that's the thing. And at the end of the day, it's like even with class imbalances, like w they're supposed to add a 10v10. That's also not here. Is that because 1v1 class imbalance? I, I don't think so. Uh, Jimin's Jam says, I'm going to say it again. PA hates Musa and Mewa. They just want us to bend over and accept their limp, limp dick excuse of a rework. That's pretty awkward after this week, isn't it? What am I supposed to do with that? Um, Ian says, Balance 1v1 will increase other aspects unless they can guarantee WizWitch will be somewhat the same at large scale. I mean, it potentially could, but let's say if you made Dagger Stab a, a quick CC with a little bit of AoE that you could use after a dash that has some range, is that really going to affect large scale? I don't, I don't think so. It Like, for example, if Shift-Q 
um, is cancelable after the stiff attempt on Sage. Is that going to really impact large scale much? I don't, I really don't think so. It, it, those are, you can definitely make changes that impact 1v1 while having much, much less of an impact on large scale. Um, Adel Moneta Rivera says, me listening to the argument on Zerker versus Wiz Witch large scale 1v1 potential nerfs and buffs. Also me, I cannot win at 1v1. I don't participate in Node Wars. What the hell is happening? See, I, I just, you can't win, if you can't win at 1v1 at all, like that's a, kind of a U issue. I, I get that they're like disadvantaged in a lot of matchups, but just to pretend like you can't win any of your 1v1s, just not true. I just watched... Oh, see, you can't just tell people to get good, dude. That's well, rude. No, but I just watched two trials <laughs> where a fucking lawn and a DK, and then a week before that, a, uh, uh, a Sork, like, all lost to the Witch that we put in. All of them. They all mm. lost, like, 8-2 to two to the Witch. Like, and the Witch is playing Awakening. It's, like, not even the good Witch spec for 1v1s. It's, like... You can't say you're not winning any of your one v ones. That's all I'm saying. It's just not. You true. know what's weird? I actually, and I I might be wrong about this, but I feel like a lot of witches, actually, the like the really good witches, they actually would prefer awakening over succession for one v ones. Think so? I think so. I feel like over the years, like all the insane witches that I fought against, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong on that. You think just because the pet stuff? Or the pet stiff's kind of huge. Pet stiff is big, but there's only it's like something that it's something that bad witches don't even know exists, and then the insane witches absolutely abuse the fuck out of. Yeah, but the problem with the pet stiff is there's only like four witches that know how to use it properly, and the rest just don't ever do it, or they don't do yeah, it enough. Dude, like literally, Leary, if I do anything wrong, Despin's fucking pet stiffs me like a hundred percent of the time. Like, fighting him on Kuno, on Awakened Kuno, actually feels miserable. It's a terrible experience. I hate it. Also, like, to to kind of touch on Witch and Wizard in 1v1, I know I've said this before, but I'm just going to reiterate the point really quickly. Uh, yes, it's hard, and it should be. You should have a chance, and you do. Yeah. I think that... They and they could improve they could improve witch and wizards 1v1s a little bit and that would be fine but i think that you still probably need to be at the bottom of the totem pole because guess what you're still at the top of the totem pole in node wars and don't point out outliers like awaken sage or awaken nova those things are not okay and need to be nerfed <laughs> all right i got to Kalani, stop all right musat or lost soul says what? just <laughs> somebody talking shit yeah I said you only see awakened witches because your heart's stuck in T1. Omega loaded. Not wrong. Not wrong. I, I do think there's some... I, I, I don't know. We'll see. Only one of those people actually won the tournament. I'm just going to leave it at that. Alright, Lost Soul says, just hit a pen tongue ring while watching, but I don't know how to feel about Wiz Witch. Uh, being even in 1v1, they can TP away and heal back to almost full HP in every class without a grab. I have a hard time with full block class. Um, yeah, I don't know. I also think the reworks are gonna like, especially if they get a few more tweaks to connect, connecting all the new skills together and stuff like the one V one's still going to be improved a little bit. Maybe it's not like major, but it'll help a little bit. I'm so confused by this comment. You should apply that same logic for Zerker's lawns and Nova. Okay. 
Like none of the like with the exception of Nova, which again is an outlier. I'm sorry, none of those classes have the same effect on large scale as Witch and Wizard. Do you understand how long Witch and Wizard have been king of large scale? Like actually. Like I don't know if maybe you're a new player, so you don't understand. Since the dawn of time, Witch and Wizard has been S tier large scale. The kings, nothing comes close. Well, I here's the, my thing is I I always have thought that Wiz Witch do should be good in one v one. So I I'm all I'm diff I'm, I'm I think they should have a shot. I'm differing in this uh, regard personally, but I th I think they should have a shot. I don't know how I feel about good unless you're also bringing down their large scale potential. But they should have the ability to win in one v ones, which I feel like they do because you can see it happen. You just talked about how you saw a witch clapping some kids in a trial. Like, it does happen for really good witches that practice a lot, right? Yeah. I feel like they're they're kind of already there. Now, you can do some small buffs here and there. We've both agreed that the Awakened Specs need uh, split TP because it'll really help in their 1v1s. Like, I can agree that they need some help, but... No, they need split magical evasion. Magical you, dude. Well, here's the thing, like, so with the case of Illyria, like, the reason, I, I think that WizWitch should get some improvements for 1v1, not crazy improvements, but some, and I think, like, Illyria is a good example of, like, on the one side, where it's like, every witch tells me they can't win any of their 1v1s, I know that that's a lie, because I, I watch these witches win all the time, but... I also see O'Leary losing to people that I know he is more talented than and knows his class and that class better, but the disadvantage is so great that he still ends up losing sometimes. So like there's that's why I feel like they they definitely could use a few bumps. And no, it's not gear carried witches. You're you have to be terrible if you think you can't win any of your matchups at all. Yeah, I mean which like for instance uh, something that Zerker struggles against is like Sork, right? Witch into Sork in my understanding, is actually pretty decent for Witch. Um, but it's really hard for Zerker. Like, it's just a matchup thing. Now, unfortunately, Witch and Wizard have a lot of bad matchups in 1v1 because they just don't have as much ability in 1v1. But it's not like you can't win. Momok, that argument's so bad about the gear carriedness. Ha half the people Leary fights have way more gear than him. It's not even... It just... It, no. Just no. All right, the assassin. Also, they're yep. nerfing Q buff, so <laughs> yeah, they that's are nerfing kinda, Q buff. All right, that's kind of yikes that you point out Q buff as a a reason to deflect when they're nerfing it, and every Zerker worth their salt is totally okay with it. So that's kind of yikes. All right, Musassin says if PA wants to get back SA Volt here we go. Dude, this always happens. Here we go. This is gonna be something else crazy. All right. <laughs> if PA wants to give back SA to Voltaic Pulse, then Wiz have it, but then give Musa Mewa an SA or FG AoE grab on a nine second cooldown, everything will be balanced. Ha 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 ha. Also, for the love of God, man, and country, make it so that we can fucking cancel out a tiger blade using awakening. It's so annoying. That's true. I do think they should be able to do that. Uh, edit for second iframe, make Fiery Angel an iframe and increase the cooldown 10 12 seconds. I'll take it. Ha 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 ha. Honestly, I kind of agree with Stells, even though I like the play around with the idea of Musa getting a grab. PA just has to give us something, unless they want to get uh, us damaged to the point where we can break out G in Frontal Garden 2 to 3 of your health and damage. They actually did do that. And edit two. I've been pretty psyched about the changes. Don't lump all mooses together. Also, I played Call of Duty 2, Modern Warfare, the old one, Overwatch, played Fortnite. 
for a while before BDO took me away and I was a good builder with those edits on console Fortnite. Psy double shotgun shall be missed. I don't play Fortnite, so I don't know what that means. I don't either. Um, yeah, I mean, Musa and Maywell got some pretty big changes this week. So it's important to remember these are comments from two weeks ago. So some of these things yeah. are going to be outdated. Um, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, I, who knows? Maybe I'm wrong, but I, I, I think Musasin. I'd like to believe that Musasin is happy about the not being affected by slows thing. Yeah, I think maybe so. he'll find a way to twist that into a bad thing. Yeah, no, like, I, I did see a few people. I've, I saw a few people say, "Yeah, but now we can't get speed spell." Do you realize how often we have speed spell? Oh my! So it's God. actually like kind of a nerf because we don't get speed spell, and it's like, okay, dude, that's fine. like, I fine, uh, fine. I, I don't want to get into it. I'm just yeah. gonna say. They share their cousins to witches. That's all I'm saying. All right. Uh, Lenny Kai says, can we get some timestamps so we can link to specific parts of the video? It usually Reslar does timestamps. I don't know what happened. I So, okay. So here's the thing, right? I, I do pretty broad timestamps. I have absolutely no desire and in all honesty, no time to go through and timestamp every individual like skill that we talk about in these changes. Like, it's just not going to happen. So I do broad timestamps of, like, generalized topics. The only time I won't do timestamps is whenever it's, like, we're all fucking over the place or we only talk about, like, one or two things. Then I don't bother because it's, like, why? I don't care. But I can't go through and timestamp, like, ah, oh, yes, here's where we touched on the Q-buff nerfs. And, ah, oh, yes, here's where we touched on the uh, the Titan Blow changes. <laughs> like, no way. I There's no way. Absolutely not. Yeah. Um. Sorry, I have to ask, because someone said, like, yeah, they moved Q-buff into your normal kit. <laughs> Um, yeah okay murder, dude <laughs> yeah. murder murder kind says can we stop pretending zerk q buff in large scale isn't up for almost every ball fight death timers regroups like i pretty much have my class buff up for every engage after a reset if a guild had 50 berserkers instead of which was people would be raging over zerker in large scale i've seen two to three zerkers shut an entire ball multiple times q buff one q buff two zerker is extremely valuable in large scale for engage and a successful q buff is nuts I think people just dislike how it looks, so a lot of people never pick it up, to be honest. Well, now, yep. yeah, there's another example. It's a couple weeks old. This is before we knew Q-Buff was getting nerfed. Yeah, this was before the Q-Buff nerf. So, but yeah, I mean, I'd agree with basically everything he said. Yep. Like, yeah, Q-Buff is extremely powerful. That's why, again, every single Zerker, like, worth anything is talked about how they wish Q-Buff would get nerfed so we could get some meaningful balance changes. And it seems like it has, and we have. So, I mean, every... I think if you find a Zerker that's mad about Q-Buff being nerfed, that's probably not a very good Zerker, in all honesty. Yeah. Um, Alright, Daz says, casters shouldn't be good in 1v1 because they're good in large scale. Says every 1v1 class before they go back to complaining about not being good in large scale. <laughs> True. Not wrong. Uh, Ali Speed says, but you can still cancel with an SA dash. Uh, wait, in quote, but you can still cancel with an SA dash. Uh, and then another quote was the man even listening to what the other guy said. I think the two guys just had different perspectives. The Wiz had made peace with being shit at 1v1. The Witch still had hope that this class would be better in 1v1. Why get large scale buffs if you're already good in that field? The Wiz didn't get this. I feel for the poor guy. 
Yeah, that was kind of an interesting like split that Horsey and uh, Belly had. I, I kind of wish we had dipped a little bit more into that like split in mentality that they had. Because Horsey was just fully upfront, like, yeah, we're pretty dog shit at 1v1, and like, who cares? We're god at large scale, and that's what we're meant for. Whereas Belly was way more of the mindset of, well, we shouldn't be dog shit at 1v1. They had very, like, opposite opinions on that thing. It was pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh... Let's see. Battle Hot Dog says, what do you guys think are the best... 1vx classes can you make a top five sork and ninja are probably up there but what else um i think top oh, five yeah top five sork and ninja are definitely up there i think that no. um well i don't know how many the x's it depends on the x if it's only two and maybe three at the most I feel like Tamer could be in like five or six. You could probably yeah. put, I think Awaken Nova would definitely be up there, especially with Excel. You can mm -hmm. easily 1v2 or 1v3 on an Awaken Nova. Um, I'm trying to think of the class off the top. Zerker with Q buff. <laughs> yeah, Zerker with Q buff. I think Awaken Lawn can do it pretty well uh, as well. Um,. I think Awaken Hash also can do it. It's just like once you have three or more, it starts getting really hard. Yeah. Because his skills are much too slow. Anything more than three, and it's basically exclusively Sork. I think Awaken Sage can still do it in 1v2 also. I mean, I, not I think. I, I've see, I see it regularly. Awaken Sage does it 1v2, 1v3. Anything more than yeah. that, they take too much chip because Bolt's not iframe anymore. But yeah, yeah. no, Awaken Ninja though too. I mean, it's not just Sork. I, even like, I've seen ninjas go against like four or five people and stay for a long ass fucking time. Yeah. I, I don't think they're as good as Sork is though. In 1VX. Like the, the, I feel like the more numbers you add to that X, the higher that X gets, the less it's ninja and the more it's just Sork. Yeah. Uh, to clarify, also, Awaken Sork, not Sock. Um, yeah, Tamer's another one. Like, especially Suck Tamer. Suck Tamer's really good at 1vxing because they just throw down their perma-fucking AoE stiffen bullshit and then wait for it to catch people and then just delete them and then keep iframing around, playing around that goddamn ability. Fucking so aggravating. <laughs> Man, I said, I remember when I used to watch the stream and forget why I stopped. Also, do you know what Pokemon is in my PFP? I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is either. I'm not looking at it, so I couldn't know. But I'm going to yeah. guess Wobbuffet? I don't know what PFP is. Profile picture. Oh. Oh. I don't know. There's a little grass thing with a, a hat. Oh, it's a grass thing, it's not like, Wobbuffet like then. It's a grass thing with like a yellow leaf on its head. Chikorita? No, that's a green leaf. Nihilus says Gulpin. Gulpin? Oh, guess. yeah. Gul it could be Gulpin. Yeah. Um. Okay, so Imperium Dreamer says they need to just balance the game around 1v1. The combat system is clearly designed for 1v1. It's the most fun during 1v1s. On top of that, it's the most common encounter you'll have 
uh, and defending your spot is probably the most meaningful PvP there is. The reality is large skill will never be balanced. The vast majority of classes, no matter how hard you buff them, will never compete with Wiz or Witch or a Zerker Q-buffing. Ah, now they will. And it's simply <laughs> a limitation of their design and there's no way to improve their large scale past a certain point. The team who has more of those large scale god classes wins. In most cases, there's really not much more to it. So just double down on 1v1 and really show how god tier the combat system is. If they plan on adding competitive arena, they need to balance 1v1 anyway. If they release arena and it isn't just gear based and 1v1 balance feels reasonable, it will be extremely popular. For many of us, it's the only thing we've asked for since launch. I don't even care if it rewards nothing. Just make it vaguely fair and I'm in. See, man, people want this. Just give it to us, PA. Give yeah. it to us before everyone goes to Lost Ark to get that. <laughs> it, the problem, the thing is, is like, because you can make the argument, it's like, yeah, but if they add it after people come back, they, they won't. It's too much risk. People, like, when you quit a game, once you separate yourself for some time, it's pretty easy to not go back. What's hard is going back or like you end up going back to a game if you quit it and it's like a week later you know you want to try it again or whatever but like if you can spend yeah. a real amount of time you won't come back so it's like just give us arenas that's what people want uh studsy says i mean i can yeah. i can guarantee you if they add arenas uh my friend kiki isn't coming back that tamer from launch that wanted yeah. to do arenas he ain't coming back it's been too long dude my whole f like my whole friend group like from all like half the old hex boys would be playing again if we had ranked arenas especially if they were uh equalized gear they had some sort of like you know whatever trial gear whatever um mm. studsy says i have nothing smart to say just tell me if i should main awaken lawn or awaken sork <laughs> uh i feel like this is probably old and you've decided already but honestly you can't go wrong either way just whatever one you prefer one of them is better at fighting against classes with blocks, the and one of them is better against fighting strikers and mystics, but the other one is really good in fighting uh, the entire guilds by itself. Uh, Joshua Pretty Scott, much. what Joshua Scott says the witch player has a lot of self awareness issues. I don't know about that. I don't know. Uh, Styrofoam Rock says I wish there was a permanent die option that uses the RGB die system. Well, do I have news oh. for you? <laughs> Wait, didn't they announce it? Wasn't it on Global Labs during this podcast? Didn't we talk about it? Uh, maybe I don't remember. I feel like we it did. may have been the week before. It might, it may not have been in that episode. I feel like it was. Um, either yeah. way, yeah, congratulations, you got your it. wish. I'm looking at it. I wonder what he means. Or maybe he means like if your value pack runs out, you still maintain the die. Oh, yeah. No, not that. Maybe that's what he means. It's the only thing I think of. Minaria says, wait, what? DK didn't get a new skill in Suck. She got changes to her skills in main hand, which I guess the airstrike flow mostly affects Suck. But in essence, it was a main hand change. Also, holy damn, if they add a 10-man spot at Saucens, even I might go join a real guild. That sounds like so much fun. Intern, please listen. Okay. That new skill uh, applied to your airstrike is a massive, massive impact on suck compared to awakening because it actually does a ton of fucking damage. 
the damage reduction on and the damage numbers and the fact that you're always in pre-awakening so you don't have to c-swap to do it like for example if you're grinding is uh like if you're grinding on a, a suck dk you're always gonna there's no reason not to start off your combo with airstrike into the flow it's like a huge 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 buff for 1v1 um or sorry for uh pve and then like the in awakening like that skill i don't even know if anyone's going to use it because the the non-prime or the that version of the skill just doesn't do damage I mean, it, it is a suck. I mean, I, yeah, I guess, but it's like only the suck skill does damage. So I, I, it has no impact on one, none on the other, but I guess semantic. I mean, it was semantic of you to even point it out, all right? Shazar says, uh, I couldn't watch the podcast with Valkyrie DK rework earlier. Unfortunately, I have, I have to say there's a lot of wrong information or deduction made. Don't want to be too harsh, but saying that either suck Valk or especially Awaken Valk are all right in PV is kind of so far out of reality that I have to be very sad here. A hint might be if when that statement is made then the tag characters on different class are used for pve um i do think that those classes are okay for pve they're not as bad as you're making it sound shazar but they also both got a bunch of pve buffs so and they'll be even better after uh pretzelicious says i was promised timestamps. i don't um, know what to tell you man i put broad timestamps in the description of the video I'm not going to timestamp each individual topic. I have no desire to do such. Um, all right. So let me go to the other, uh, let me go to the other video real quick. So this one is the, this is the one that had the other five classes. Um, the, the last of the five. I think this Mystic one is Ninja yeah. Kuno Zerker. Yeah, the important classes. Uh, the important ones. <laughs> Jayful says, first, uwu. Monarch Gaming says, not first, might as well be last. Kunoichi rework, it's a little pog. Uh, little Pork Chop says, just made a seasonal Kuno after seeing the change to Tenon Cutter. Very excited. Uh, Silver Zico says, when everyone running around one-shotting everyone they see with one skill, we have Rezzy here asking for Ruins nerf. Uh, when Sakuna already got hard nerf, ruins nerf. Uh, already got hard nerf tenon and shadow clone tenon nerf is huge. Yeah, the snap in it was strong, but it was not hard to avoid for me. The tenon snap put a huge pressure in your enemy, but now it's gone. We didn't get something good in exchange for it. Pressure wise, look at the other class rework striker, uh, warrior sork live Nova Sage Corsair. We already playing the one shot meta. Why are we not allowed to do what others do? Change my mind. Well, technically, damage-wise, Sakuno did get a massive buff, and also, um, they gave us the Tenon Cutter teleport snapback, so it's okay. My my only issue with the Suck uh, Kuno nerf or er, nerf uh, changes is that not a single thing is gonna really benefit large scale uh, in any way. Sadly. Wait. Yeah. Did we? Did we do comments on the one, on the Musa Maywall one? We just did, yeah. No, I'm saying in that episode, did we do comments from the no, previous week? No. Well, we haven't done comments for two straight weeks. We skipped it twice when we had all the guests. So then you, you skipped one week. 
Oh, did I? Did I skip the very, very... What, what, which week did I skip the... Well, if we didn't do comments on the Musa Mewa episode, then we need to do the comments from the episode before that. If we didn't read comments oh, oh, on that Oh, you're episode, saying on that. Okay, okay. So I got to go back a week. Let me finish these ones since I already started, and I'll go back to those ones. And then we'll travel back in time to yes. three weeks ago. Yeah, to three weeks ago. I completely forgot. Yeah, what, what episode? Yeah, was I, the... I just had that realization where I was like, wait a second. Do we have two weeks? Wait, no, it should be three. I think that was the DK Valk episode. Comments. The comments on yeah. the DK Valk episode. Yeah. Okay. That yeah. makes sense. Um, also, I'll be right back. I'm going to use the Okay. Uh, let's see. Mr. Spectacular37 says Here for the Lawn Awakening, Lawn or Moose Awakening, which is better for PvE in your guys' opinion? Six hour plus. I love it. Makes my day at work easier to deal with. Hey, glad you like it so much. Um, post rework, uh, Lawn or Moose Awakening? I don't know. Moose probably. But it'll be close. So I would just pick based on whatever class you like better. I think they're both going to be pretty good in PvE. So I think you could go... Maybe Moose will be better because its skills got dramatically changed. Whereas Lawns were like, the pull is better and some of the skills got damage buffs. But the Moose damage changes are like wild for PvE. Um, and PvP for that matter. Uh, Lakes in 9003 says, so hyped for the next global lab changes. I feel like they've done a great job overall, but lacking in some. Many classes haven't got a change that they need, but other stuff that is nice, but no one asked for. What do you guys feel about skills that have grab resist? And you can't be grabbed if you do it. That might help some classes struggling against non-grab classes. If they did it on actual good skill, we could trade damage and feel safe for a second or so. I like the idea of, I know the word resist is horrible in this game, but... It's remove if resist didn't work the way that they did in PvP. I actually do kind of like the idea that some abilities are not grabbable, like a a super armor skill that can't be grabbed, like only like individual skills, like something in particular. Um, for example, like I, I'll just use like a um Musa as an example. Like if they use like one step back, you can't be or uh, sorry the. The SF, I always forget the name. I confuse the names, but SF, the one where you scoot back and do the slash. Like, even though that's super armor, if that skill didn't have, like, you couldn't be grabbed, that'd be kind of interesting. Or on uh, a Mewa, like, maybe just like Petal Bloom, or I, I don't know, or Chase. Maybe Chase, you can't be grabbed out of Chase. Like, it's still not an iframe, so you could get hit by stuff, but you can't be grabbed either. I, I don't think that that would be that bad. As long as it's clearly labeled on the skills and it's not like your entire kit has it, I think it'd be fine. I think it would make grabs less uh, impactful. Yeah, only if shield classes don't get a single one where they can't be grabbed. That That's true. Maybe the shield classes would be the exception to that rule. Um, but yeah, the idea of that is kind of interesting. Um, let's see. So Pretzelicious says, my timestamps, please. Poor Reslar. Uh, Lil Portrock says, Zerker Lava Piercer looks like Angry Donkey Kong, which is badass. First name says, people are always asking why PA does not look at community feedback. Then you look at the community feedback on the reboot forums and you can understand why PA does not listen. Yeah, people ask for crazy stuff. Uh, Jimin's Jam says, hey Frosty, I have to disagree with the get good mentality for non-grab class versus grab class. We can all use protected skills we want, but it doesn't change the fact that we... That when we face a grab class, they'll just be like, lol, get grabbed in your protected combo. 
Uh, grab is a relic of the past that was used to down players, and the only CCs that worked was down smash and grab, but it has changed now. Alright, so I don't know what you mean by the get good mentality, but um, my argument is always whenever someone that just rotates seven protected CCs is trying to tell me that they had to learn what every other class does and someone with a grab doesn't, I just laugh because all you're doing is rotating your skills in, in, in rapid succession with no care on what the opponent is doing ever. Um, I don't think grabs are necessarily a relic of the past. I just think that they're too strong. Um, but yeah, you can definitely, a lot of classes can deal with grabs just fine. All right, John says, Awakened Mystic, not finished. I hope so. New skills so bad, slow and no protection. Dragon Shatter with one strike, hell no. Please back to the way it was. I don't know why. Just add SA anyways. Reworks feel bad now for Awakened Mystic. All right, so I, I could not disagree more with John. I actually really like the Awakened reworks a lot. I do still think it's missing stuff, but the I could see Suck Mystic being mad, but not Awakening. So, I don't know. So slow and no protection is just completely wrong. I, that's is, so weird. What a weird Suck thing Mystic, to say. Suck Mystic does a lot of damage already, though, don't they? They do, but I'm talking about like reworks in other areas to like improve it, not damage. Yeah, I guess. Um, Marquino... Also, I have, I have something for you when you're done reading those comments. Okay. Marquino says, I have a question for the devs. When working on Berserker, are they aware that numbers above six exist when deciding their cooldowns? Like, seriously, they're already spamming me with Seismic. Now they're going to spam me with Seismic, Titan Blow, Split Shot over and over. Also, when Mr. Choice talks about how Zerk Kit is lacking when compared to Striker, does anyone else think that maybe it's not Zerk that's the problem there? Wink, wink. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Damn, that was, uh, it got him. It was a burn. Right there. Uh, yeah, as a Zerker, uh, like twenty-three second cooldown on Ancient Wave, thirteen second cooldown on SmackDown, thirty second cooldown on Rooting. Uh yeah, we know about cooldowns. Um, Corin Nayaka says, "Very happy about these Kuno reworks. Give me top tier PVE for Kuno PA, please." And then something void. This last comment says, "What do you think if they made more normal pre-awakened skill into prime for succession reworks in general?" Uh, P.S. As for Node War, would it not be better to just leave things as they are and wait for community to balance things out? Like maybe with time, people will join a new guild and go challenge the owner of one of the regions. I don't know about the Node War thing. I need. I feel like I need more context. I'm not sure what that is referring to. Um. But yeah, I do. I do actually think a lot of succession classes need more of their normal absolute abilities uh, changed into prime skills. I think it's one of the reasons why succession reworks feel a little bit lame compared to awakening is that all the awakenings are getting like new skills and like dramatic changes and, and suck really isn't. So yeah. Um, I kind of, I kind of do. All right, Rez, you want to read the last set? Yeah, we can. Uh, Let me pull those. So up. that would be the one before. So episode one twenty eight. One twenty eight. All right. Let me make sure. Let me just go to the end of one twenty nine and make sure that we did, in fact, not read the comments here. I'm pretty sure we didn't. Let me see if I recognize any of these. Yeah, no, we did not read the comments in one twenty nine. So that means we also have to do one twenty eight. So we're gonna go back in time to episode one twenty eight. To read these, yeah. Report that. <laughs> yeah, I just did that. 
Let's see. Any any others? Any others want to get reported? No, I think that's the only one. I think that's the only one as well. Okay. Um, I do have something. Oh to wait, link no, there is one more. Hold on. This one oh, is bad where? too. This one is pornography or sexually explicit material. I think that's it now. All right, now we're done. Wait, where? I only saw one. I got it. It's gone. Well, I don't got it. Oh, well, grats. You're lucky. Where is it? One of them was like the fourth <laughs> comment. If you sort by newest, one of them was like the fourth or fifth comment. The other one was like near the very end of the comments. What the fuck? Okay, I guess I'm blind. Um, okay, so uh, I did want to link. I, I wanted to link you something, though. So okay. someone, multiple people, actually. I, I have your chat open whenever we're doing this, especially when I'm not streaming, which I'm not currently streaming. Uh, I have your chat open. And yeah. I saw multiple people claiming that I was incorrect about my knowledge of SpongeBob. Okay. So I have went and found the exact clip from the exact episode that I am referring to in which you will be able to clearly see that I am, in fact, 100% correct, and you all can go fuck uh, yourselves. All right. all right, here we go. Let's hear it. Yeah, let's go in. Go ahead. Welcome to the Salty Spittoon. It's a one-minute clip, by the way, in case anyone yeah. listening is wearing. How tough am I? I had a bowl of nails for breakfast this morning. <laughs> yes, so? Without any milk. Uh, right this way. Sorry to keep you waiting. <laughs> Welcome so to stupid. the Salty Spittoon. How <laughs> tough are you? How tough am I? <laughs> wow. Got any more tattoos? Uh, that won't be necessary. Go ahead. Thanks. See you inside, SpongeBob. How tough are you? How tough am I? You got a new bottle of ketchup? Sure. It's on. SpongeBob trying to trying and failing miserably to open the ketchup bottle. Get out of here! This place is too tough for you, little man. Too tough for me? That's downright ridiculous. I'll have you know, I stubbed my toe last week while watering my spice garden, and I only cried for 20 minutes. Listen, kid, I think you'd be more comfortable over at that place. Weenie Hut Juniors. Oh, Kalani was wrong. Oh no, sorry. I was actually pointing to the place next to it. Super Weenie Hut Juniors. Yes. Unless you think you're tough enough to fight me. <laughs> Alright. There you go, Rez. <laughs> that was the episode. Rez was You right. can, in fact, see that that is the episode in which Weenie Hut Juniors does make an appearance. So, I was, I was correct. So, screw you guys, Frosty's chat. Alright, here uh, we go. Alright, yeah, comments. Here we go. Sorted by new... Hopefully everything's going to load properly. Sometimes it doesn't. Restart nice at the bottom. They're saying that you originally were saying that he was trying to get... I don't know what he was saying. Trying to get into Weenie Hut Jr.? I don't, I don't know. No. I said... I. That's not what I said at all. What the fuck? All right. Anyway. Oh. House of Mana says first. Thomas Newton says second. Zay Zavion Moore says first the worst, second the best. Well, you're third, so... Uh, Confex says, I hope the Maywall feels better for the rework reaction. Get well soon, Nayashi. Uh, oh yeah, he missed this episode, didn't he? Because he yeah. had, a uh, COVID. Um, 
Ooh, oh man, that's a name. I I think it's just supposed to be O O Rapid O O. What is happening? Five hours and then a little cheer emoji. Yeah, this has been for the people who like long shows. This has been a good month. Um, uh, Ali Speed says Slugfalk needs faster attack speed on SOJ Sword of Judgment, I believe. Yeah. Also, give back our accuracy duration. This is all Slugfalk needs, but the devs seem clueless, giving shit no one asked for. Dude, that okay. You, oh boy, I, gonna get frosty. No, it, it's just I, I'm starting to get <laughs> tired of this sentence. You never in the history of this game are they gonna give everyone exactly what they asked for or any game ever. You gotta let go this whole giving us things no no one asked for. When they make changes, they're gonna make changes that they think are cool or interesting or innovative or something they've come up with for the class. It's never ever ever going to be exclusively changes we asked for. It's just not. That's just not how class design and game development works. Like, it, when they rebalance League of Legends, is it only things people are asking for, Rez? Oh, when, God, no. No. No, it's never Al- that. Almost never. They're it's always what people gonna are give, asking for. Yeah, they're always going to give things people are not asking for. That that part, like, just doesn't need to be said. It just doesn't mean anything. Anyway, go on. Anyway, going on, Styrofoam Rock says, I feel like Awakening Valk would be improved if the pre-Awakening of Valk would get improved. More damage protections in AoE range in our pre-Awakening world, or I guess would give us a ton of extra skills to add to our Awakening rotations. We already swapped a pre-Awakening a lot, so why not give us a little reason to play around with it along the lines of classes without grabs? What about a guard break type grab? Basically a grab, but it only works on player that is currently using frontal guard SA block. I don't know anyone else have opinions or ideas. Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of things floated around. Um, Yeah, Valk's a weird one, man. Valk's such a strange class. Um, I don't... I don't... Their pre-Awakening kit does feel like it doesn't have as much... For sure. Like, it has some stuff, but it doesn't feel like it has... It like, feels like the only, the, the only time I feel like I see an Awakened Valk going to pre-Awakening is to, like, buff themselves or, like, heal or something, and then they immediately are back in Awakening again. I don't know. Maybe that's incorrect. I, I don't play Valk. I've never played Valk, and there's not a lot of them left, but uh, I feel like that's the case. Uh, FGMXD says, I don't want to be overly negative, which is a good way to start off your paragraph in which you're probably going to complain. (laughs) But comparatively speaking, DK so far has one of the worst reworks overall. I don't play ninjas would like to have a word with you. But this was in the past. This was, keep in mind, this was three weeks ago. It was was wrong three weeks ago. It was wrong today. It's wrong two weeks ago. It was wrong a week ago. Uh, I don't play Succession, so I can only speak for Awakening SA on Seed Flow, Faster and Longer Airstrike, Split Dust are the only changes I personally feel are amazing. <laughs> Wait, I like how he can lists you re-read three changes. That? Please reread that. <laughs> reread that one more time. Please. After pressing, they got the worst reworks. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. SA on Seed Flow, Faster and Longer Airstrike, and Split Dust are the only changes I personally feel are amazing and will be impactful. God. Yeah, I, 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 I too am chuckling at the irony of saying it's the worst rework ever created and then naming in quick succession three or four things that are really good changes. <laughs> uh, let's see here. 
And the other improvements are mainly just QOL related. All DK's current problems are... Oh, sorry. All DK's current problems, such as insufficient number of good CCs and no way of dealing with SA block classes or gauntlets besides overgearing them, still remain because they have not been addressed at all. I think DK will remain, as Mado pointed out, just an average class after Rerik or below average, considering how much they have buffed other classes so far. E.g. Awakening Sork, who has been a much better class than DK for a very long time, yet she received better improvements. I honestly expected more from PA, considering DK has not been a go-to class class for years now i was expecting more from pa regarding dk because they got to sell that little statue thing yeah if you view if you view dk as a bottom tier class then yeah the rework isn't very good for sure unfortunately dk isn't a bottom tier class so for them, the rework is pretty good. Considering well, seven people liked his comment, Frosty, so that's yeah. eight people that disagree with you. There's a lot of... Well, it's funny, too, because if I'm talking to Sorks, like, a lot of these Sorks are like, man, I just wish I could do the damage that DKs do. Yeah. I think, um, I think they'll be fine. Also, I, I don't know what people mean by quality of life anymore. I, I've lost the understanding of this phrase. I don't know what quality yeah, of life Yeah, it feels means. like some people have different, like, meanings behind it. Very different Like, they, they'll they take things that are straight-up buffs and then be like, oh, it's quality of life. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> uh, Grim says, kind of weird to see so many DKs shitting on the changes. She's already good in the past. <laughs> see, this comment what only a, has four likes, What Frosty. a converse. Oh, my God. What an opposite comment. This is crazy. They're right next to each other, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's already good, and the vast majority of changes are good. In some cases, maybe too good, like Seed Flow SA or even more unreactable Airstrike. Wait, wait, wait. I do wait, think wait, that wait. ignoring. It's, hold on. I, Sauce says quality of life equals the ability to ruin the quality of another player's life. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, that's perfect. All right, got it. They only got quality of life changes. I'm now fully in agreement. All right, continue. I do think that ignoring stuff like Imperious Command was a huge wasted opportunity, but overall the changes are great. Regarding Cluster, I would have preferred to keep the old Cluster and just replace Grip of Grudge entirely with this new Cluster skill. Although, overall though, I can't see how DKs can complain about this. I hope the next reworks are more comparable to Ranger and Tamer changes, aka mostly QOL and mechanical improvements, parentheses, which is what a rework should be. And less power slash mobility creep. The vast majority of classes already have too much movement and protection. Also, I hope we get a few more classes added to the list. Improvements to awaken hash large scale would be welcome. And for the love of God, replace Labau on Corsair with something else. Shitty, oh, Frank. Fake I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Frank. Okay. Literally anything else. They can give her an accuracy buff and awakening while they're at it. Why that? Why doesn't that exist already? So I don't know if when he's referring to Rangers, he's referring to like. I feel like none of the ranger changes were quality of life. They like added protections, improved damage, back attacks, lowered cooldowns, changed, added new skills. So I, I don't know. He said awaken ranger in there, right? Or am I crazy? Uh, oh no, he just said ranger. He just, he said, just ranger. said ranger. But, yeah, but they also didn't really get quality of life. A tamer, I guess you could make an argument, but not a ranger. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Lost Souls says, would say Awaken Hash is really good in PvP and PvE. Would say for Node War, if we could get some front end damage on some of the longer skills, would be good. Seeing we can cancel out most of them, parentheses, by the way, Hash Range Grab is good in 1v1, but kind of trash in 1vx. I don't even like using it much. It's too good in 1v1. Range Grabs go away. 
Uh, Anonymous Gamer says at thirty five twenty. Thanks, Res, for pointing out the fact PA shouldn't be fixing the classes that are weaker versus SA block classes, but instead fix the way SA works. Maybe the intern will pass that along. LOL. Also, maybe PA will properly nerf the casters one day. Remove Magic DP on Mystic Striker, as that's kind of a garbage bandaid that just hinders the other Magic classes. Yeah, well, hopefully, it, it seems like they kind of have since they like kind of made that big announcement, right? Um. At 46-0, the block lock needs to be removed from the game. Player input should override certain mechanics. Every class should have 30 or 40% down smash, no exceptions. I think down smash should just be removed. Uh, at 2-0-0-0-0, I like Mato's take on difference in PvE between classes. Do you think PA needs to balance them a bit better, bring down the more OP classes instead of buffing every other class until everyone is one-shotting Oloons, LOL. Yeah, I... um. I was dueling with Enlave yesterday on Global Labs, Mystic versus Awaken Kuno. And I don't know if it's just because of the latency or what, but the block locking felt like 50 times worse than what I'm used to, and it was incredibly infuriating. Like, there were times where mm. if he hit me with anything, he basically CC'd me because I couldn't move for like four of his abilities in a row, and I was just stuck there no matter what I did. And I'm not sure if it's because of like lag or like the inputs are weird because the how crazy the latency is, but I really hate block locking. Like there yeah. should be a good long list of skills that are usable even when you get hit in your block. Block lock just shouldn't be a thing, I don't think. Why why? Why does block lock need to exist in this game? Yeah. I feel like every time someone defends block lock, they point to like other games and they're like, well, this is why this game needs it. And it's like, okay, but why does this game need it? Yeah, I don't know. Just give us a way out. I don't know either. Uh, Fitzgood says they should make all moving blocks frontal only. Stationary should be self-depleting shield so you can't stand there forever. Self-depleting shield, hey? I almost I don't know I, about that. I prefer stamina than shield if you're going to do something like that. Just because in large scale, if I press Q because someone's coming at me with a bunch of like a ball and my shield's just draining by default. I don't know. It's going to be kind of rough. Yeah, and now, by the time you're engaging, your block's at 50%, and oh, guess what? A Corsair just hits you, so now your block's gone. <laughs> like, uh, Phoenix says, honestly, all that Musa slash Maywall needs is make grapple arrow an actual crab. Jesus. Lower range of the arrow to about 5 meters, remove the super armor on dash, make it super armor off, cool down. Wait, what? And put FG on Fire Angel and Awakening. What the fuck? Frosty, do you wanna I don't do you wanna no, just no, move I, on? I think I think he's being sarcastic because he said make grapple an actual crap. Yeah but the thing is is yeah. that's something a Musa or Maywa would actually say. Can I say something about the Lost Ark player base? Sorry, yeah, this just popped into my head. I, I don't I don't like I don't like the people that are... I realize that the people that are playing on Russia, Japan, or KR are all these weird know-it-all people that want to tell you stuff. Mm -hmm. And like, so the other day when I was playing, I had a lot of people that do this thing where they say, um, hey, you have to FSB into PR and then you got a uh, LMJ and then you just go meet over at the thing that's KX42. And I'm like, you realize I'm 41 minutes into a beta that I played for the first time. I don't know what the fuck you're saying to me. 
And then yeah. they have no like, oh, it means this. They just leave it at that and then they never speak again. And I don't know why it was bothering me, but it happened like 50 times. And I was like, dude, I don't know what the abbreviations are. And you have to understand that I don't know that. And probably no one does because none of us can play the game because not in our country. I don't know. It was very weird. Yeah, I think it, it was like a way to like talk down to me. I, I just, yeah, it, I don't know why that popped up in my head, but... It, well, because it you put FG instead of frontal guard, so you were like, "No, that reminds me." I, I don't, I don't even know. I don't know where that came from. That just popped in my head, and I wanted to, I wanted. Oh, that because Julice just said you got to use the McCann's method of avoiding block lock. Like I'm supposed to just automatically know what that is as a Kuno main. Oh yes, the McCann's. And I'm like, damn know, it, the Julice. world famous McCann's method. <laughs> yeah, and then Kalani piles on and is like, yo, you don't know the you boomer, you don't know the McCann's method. It's like, yeah, I, dude. my bad. I don't know what the hell. Everyone knows. That is. Everyone knows the McCann's method, dude. How long you've been playing this game? You don't know the McCann's method? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I'm sorry. Yeah, I also don't know what the McCann's method. <laughs> All right. Well, what's the next thing? Uh, oh, yeah. all right, so yeah, okay. the skateboard Lin thing, yeah. Lenny Kai says, just saying, shy getting a skateboard, gonna reroll to shy. Easy, who needs to do anything in the game when you have a skateboard? I wish that it was a more fun ability. Yeah, I feel like they need to just make that a fun ability. Like, as, as much as I feel bad for, for shy's, their rework was better than Awaken Hash, so. Because doesn't that thing have, like, a really long cooldown? It has a 15-second cooldown, it's not protected, and it has a long wind-up. It's a very weird skill. Yeah. How far does it take you? Give them the Doki V umbrellas, so they could jump and, like, glide down with the umbrella. No, you know what needs to happen? They just need to, so, they just need to, so, make it, like, SA when it's off cooldown. Make it like a decent cooldown, maybe like 20, 25 seconds. That way it actually has some minor functionality in PvP, right? But then also make it to where you can go for like as long as you want, basically. Obviously put a limit on this SA of like, let's say three or five seconds or something. But like, why not? Why can't Shy's just skateboard around the map? Like, that would be so fun. I would probably, I would get on my Shy and just skateboard around fucking Kama. If I could just skateboard around it. Like, that sounds like so much fun. But instead, we we don't want fun. We want balanced, question mark? But it's not even... I don't know. It's so weird. Yeah. So strange. Yeah, that, um, that skill needs to be better, for sure. It doesn't even need to be... Like, you could, you could just make it fun. Like, it could just be a fun skill, but it's not even fun. I, it's so weird. Uh, Fanina? 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 Uh, LOL SA block ranting again. It's just repeating the same boring talking points again and again. No new ideas for months now. Not even <laughs> worth listening to these discussions for the reworks anymore because this is the only thing Frosty wants to talk about ever. Nothing about how the experts feel the reworks are or what's changed, how it could affect things, just right into how they currently deal with SA block. When it is the same talking points and same discussions over and over, it feels like someone desperately appealing for validations of their opinions from others. Yeah, Frosty, why are you seeking validation Dude, from everyone? This, this is so off base that it actually makes me blush. I'm I can't even like my face hurts. I'm smiling so much right now how comical this comment is. First of all, I 
am like the one per I complain about SA Block less than anybody else on this fucking show. Okay. I, the only reason I bring it up is because everyone else is complaining about it and talking about it all the time. The community fucking hates it and wants to talk about it. Yeah, I it seems like a real problem. My class deals with SA Block classes just fine. So hey, this is like hilarious that it's all Frosty wants to talk about is SA Block classes. It's like, no, that's Mewa. That's our Mewa. I bring it up because everyone else brings it up, and I agree with them that SA Block is a problem, but it's not like the only thing I care about. Yeah. Also, on top of that, nothing about how the experts feel the reworks are. Rez, if you go back and re-listen to all of those interviews that we did, was I not getting any fucking opinion on the experts' reworks, or was I just making them talk about SA Block? Yeah, no, I think the entire time, I think all you talked about was SA. I don't know if you talked <laughs> Yeah, no, super off base. I I don't know where this this comment's really coming out of left field. And yeah, Runtessa, like. yes, I have a grab, which is why I don't complain about it that much, which is why this is preposterous. But it doesn't mean I don't agree with the people that don't have grabs complaining about SA Block. Yeah. I think it should as be someone, I'm fighting for as, you guys. You should be on my side, Runtera. As someone who has four grabs, I can understand why people are frustrated about SA Blocks. Um... But yeah, we definitely got people's opinions on things. That's kind of a weird thing to say. Um, I think if we talked about, if we opened up this discussion with SA Block uh, discussion, which I don't know if we did, but that's kind of what this is insinuating, it's probably because we were talking to a DK, who one of DK's biggest complaints for the last, I don't know, since it's been released is about SA block classes. So it's yeah. it's plus kind of a class, relevant topic to bring up. Plus the other class in this podcast has an SA block. An SA block. Yeah, in this episode it's a Valk which has an SA block. So uh kind of a relevant discussion, I would say. So if we opened up with that, it has decent reason to be opening up with that kind of talk, that discussion cuz these are kind of it's a big problem for DKs, and it's a big bulwark of Valkyries. So, um, yeah, but, I don't know. And I get this part, the uh, when it's the same talking points and same discussions over and over. This part, I feel like, is not true. Um, but we are also talking about BDO. Is It's like, I don't know how many like variety of things there's going to be. But on top of that, yeah, it feels like someone desperately is appealing for validation for their opinions, of their opinions from others. That part is true, just not in relation to SA Block, all right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, we continue I... to talk about things because it continues to be a problem, right? I mean, at the end of the day, here's the thing. Here's the thing that people got to keep in mind. And I, I see this a lot of times. I'll see this in Twitch comments or uh, occasionally in YouTube comments, but pretty rarely. I think people need to understand that we're just dudes playing a video game, right? Like, we're not experts. We're not game designers. We're not balancers, I'm an expert. right? I'm an expert. No, you're not. I'm an expert like, on we're... DKs, Mooses, and Maywas after these last three weeks. <laughs> I've had to do a lot of studying like, to prepare my arguments. This is a casual thing, right? We just do this no. for funsies. You, it's casual for you. This is my job now. And my job, Your job is to, is to stream. Take down, this is on... this is a, it's an extension. My job is to take down the DK, the oppressive DKs, the lying Mooses, <laughs> And the overly depressed Maywas. That is my one job. So I don't know. Like at the end of the day, oh, I kind of feel like Whiff, people I, like this just take it too seriously. Yeah, Whiff, you got to go back and rewatch my analyzation 
my or my analysis of that of that clip whiff god you couldn't have been more wrong in your comment dude so this guy whiff goes and, and complains about me complaining in this clip where a uh a musa last hits me and you hear me say dk does no damage in this clip i slow it down so pepper i and pepper is not known for being one of the most geared dks on the entire server but pepper comes up he hits me with spirit legacy and seed and does 3,000 damage. We slowed it down and broke it down. He does 3,000 damage to 389 DP in a node war in 1.2 seconds. 3,000 damage he does while I'm standing up looking right at him. And, and then every DK is like, see, we don't do any damage. That Musa killed you. So you're wrong, Frosty. You're wrong. LOL. Whiff, rewatch it in slow motion. See what actually happens in that clip. No, 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 we broke it down. It's one, it's like 1.29 seconds. Whiff for asking me in DMs prior to blocking me. Yeah, 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 here, here was, here was the original comment. He calls me a clown. He's, he's like, oh, go, well, before you go back and watch your God Frosty, watch this clip carefully, even shown. Oh, well, fuck, can't link clips. If you want, you'll understand why your favorite streamer is a clown. He says, all the DK did is use slanted balance. So he completely ignores the fact that he took 3,000 hit points from me in 1.2 seconds with fucking spirit legacy and seed. And then, and the moose is not even in the frame or on my map yet before that happens. And he's like, oh, he's just complaining because a moose kills him. Go slow it down and rewatch it. Go rewatch the clip that you're, you're shit talking me for before you shit talk, please. All right, Rezar, continue. Sorry. A little side tangent. Wow, that was now. a bit of a rant, dude. Yeah, I know. It's, it's just so funny. I was like, I read that and I was like, that's so hilarious. And now he comes in here, LOL. He links the clip again right now and says a lot of research with a smiley face because he never even watched the own, the clip that he's shit talking. It's kind of funny. All right. Yeah, I mean, I'm slowing this down and I'm not seeing... There's not even so a you... Musa there until I'm fucking half health. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I slowed it down. I was like, guys, I don't want to be biased. Maybe, maybe it, maybe I am just an idiot. But in this first 1.3 seconds where I dropped down to 50% health, how much of this damage was dealt by the Musa? And it's like, there's literally not a Musa there. There's no Musa. The Musa comes in after the fact. And then him and the DK kill me together. The Musa does about 40% of my total health there. The DK did about 60%. It's, that's yeah. the thing. I mean, he frontal blocked the, uh, the below the belt too. So he, he only really got you with the, uh, fuck, what's the name of that skill? Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that's it. Hold on. Let's go read the, the Dark Knight e-buff. Hold on. That's what it is. It's because the Dark Knight was e-buffed. On, let's go let's go see must be uh the dark now is ebuffed and have the worst build against dk what is the worst build again with you're saying she has 20 percent accuracy you do realize that i'm full c20 with dr <laughs> right what, what does the accuracy have to do with anything hello did you do your research all right let's see let's see this fancy this is what, uh, I guess it's the critical hit rate on Spirit Legacy. Is that what did me in? Let's see, Here, here's the e-buff in Awakening. They get 30% attack speed, 30% move speed, but that 24% critical hit rate did me in. 
or was it the all accuracy 20%? Which one of those things was because of the e-buff that I took 3,000 damage? It must have been the crit rate, right? On Spear Legacy, just negated my special attack damage crystals. Alright, I'm sorry. This is, a ta this is not podcast related. This is a whole uh, other thing. Rezar, go ahead. Finish oh. the comments. I'm so sorry. No, dude, I'm all for it. This is the first I'm hearing about this, so I'm all for oh, it, man. Dude, the DKs have been so mad at me for three weeks. And again, my, my stance is this. D DKs need help against Striker, Mystic, and Block classes 1,000%. I'm totally on board. But I just don't agree that DKs don't deal damage to everybody else because they do. And it's a lot of damage. And so far, every argument that he's used against me, he's literally just been wrong. But he's calling me a clown while also saying it. Alright, yeah. go on, Russ. Uh, where were we? Uh, where were we at? Uh, Fanina. Oh no, after Fanina. Spiky Plant. And yes, SA Block, Dude. we do talk about it a lot. And I apologize. It's because I want my DK friends like Whiff to not have to suffer any longer that's why i bring up <laughs> sa blocks and that it needs to be nerfed no nah, see you're you're uh you're anti sa block class because you think that something should be done but also you're anti dk because i don't know <laughs> frosty why are you such a piece of shit dude <laughs> uh, i don't know man oh <laughs> uh, man yeah, that's funny. I, the Musa only hits you with his F ability because you frontal guarded the uh, below the belt and the oppression and the fuck. What's that skill called? The one that they have to hot bar. I don't remember the name of it. So the Musa only really hits you with one skill, basically, uh, from the point that you're at fifty percent in frontal guarding. It looks like. So yeah, m most of that uh, is the DK. So Pepper, uh, Pepper right. also for the record, Pepper is a god. He's one of my favorite DKs. He's yeah. very good at DK, I, which is that why if like... you watch that whole node war earlier on in the clip, I was like, I started fighting him. I was like stuck in a 1v1 with him and I was like, you know what? I'm going to not waste my time with this. I'm going to go fight other people. And I went into consuming and <laughs> went away. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Spiky Plant says, uh, quote, it's hard to notice stuff like that on Global Labs anyway, because we're all playing on like 150 to 250 ping, end quote, and then cries yeah. in Australian. <laughs> oh, I know, dude, I know. Yesterday, I was saying the same thing when I was fighting Enlave. I'm like, dude, everyone that plays either super far East Coast, especially Canada, where like your ping is actually really bad, and anyone playing from like another country entirely, I feel for you. Like, I, I think... yeah. I, I personally, as much as I like the game, I would not play it if that was the ping I had to play on. I just wouldn't. There's no way. 150 to 250 feels miserable. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Callahad. My favorite. Yeah. My favorite Kiwi, dude. Um... All right, we're uh, Hydro 159 says I don't understand what you guys are talking about. Resistor fine, especially when you finally grab a goddamn Sork after running after her for three days and three nights, and the Sork resists the grab and you get CC'd instantly. It's the <laughs> best feeling in the world. And then he puts a hashtag sarcasm. Switching from uh, switching the subject from my very very popular opinion, do you guys think that classes should have some PVE buffs on their e buff like Monster AP or Monster DP? Also do you think more ebos should be like awaken witch whiz buff where he 
excuse me, it, it has some stats for the party as well. Something meaningful, not completely overpowered. For example, Valk can give the party some DP. DK could give accuracy. Gauntlets some evasion buff. Round 5 to 10%. Not to make them completely busted. Could be flat amount, not percentage. Yeah, I think that that would be cool. For the e-buffs and especially for the... um, Or, sorry, for the party e-buffs, but also, like... um. I mean, you could make an e-buff. One of the things that kind of sucks about Striker's e-buff on Awakening, now granted their PvE is good anyway, but it does feel like it doesn't really help their PvE much. Same with like Succession Hash. But I don't see why you couldn't just put like 30 monster AP for 30 seconds on there. You know, like during the e-buff. The little PvE buff. Be mm. kind of interesting. I'm with it. And what about you, Russ? I don't know. I think <sighs> I don't know. I I I could see I could see party buffs. I don't know how I feel about PVE buffs, but party buffs maybe. I could see that being fairly interesting. Some ebos are overpowered as fuck already though. Like what it like okay so Cubo I mean obviously Cubo's getting nerfed but like oh now Cubuff gives everyone in your party 300 HP as well it's like what the fuck like what why <laughs> and then you also have an issue of like so a class like Sork right Sork can consume their shards or whatever right to give an AP buff so now they're also gonna have an E buff that gives a party buff I feel like. There could be a lot of issues uh, regarding that, but I don't know. It could be fun. <laughs> um, Scintilla Soul says, what if rather than just stop block regenerating completely, they slowed its regeneration by like 75%? Yeah, I don't know. I I don't like, I, I hate, I hate, I just hate, I don't even play an SA block class and I hate the idea of like, Yes, let's prevent you from getting your block, even if it's just slowing down their regeneration. I, I can understand the necessity for block break skills. I've said before that I think that pretty much every non-grab class should get some sort of tuned down version of what Corsair has. I hate the idea of let's prevent you from regenerating your block. Don't like it. Um, Andre, Mian, sorry, do you have any thoughts on that? No, I'm I'm kind of with you. I I think a different resource would make more sense, like uh, stamina or something over time. I I don't know. I'm not really sure, but yeah, the block regeneration thing. I I feel like it's just as harsh, slowing regeneration if it doesn't come back. Like, when are you gonna have enough time to actually recover it? I don't know. Mm. Uh, Andre Mian Tapala says mm -hmm. Frosty, you have a Windows update. Did you update your Windows, Frosty? Uh, I think I did Since from that time he said that, but I, I have not added Windows 11. I'm probably going to actually do it this weekend, see what it's all about. All right, prepare to have everything broken. Uh, Musassin says, I wish one of Musa's skills had an 80% down smash. Hashtag feels bad, man. Edit one, finally, pen black star and 267 fail stacks. Woohoo. Congrats. Uh, edit two, at Rizzler. Oh boy. I can sort of see your statement with Dragon Bite being a quick CC, so let me ask you, when have you ever fought a Musa and when you went for a grab and he debites you from the front, did you get stunned or did your grab... Yes, I've gotten stunned. Yep. Also, let's not forget that Dragon Bite got nerfed. 
Okay, when they decrease the hitbox, but for whatever reason, range grabs like one. <laughs> I like how people. Uh, I am so. You know what? I'm sick and tired no. of, in all honesty. We're sick of I'm everything. I'm so Russell. tired of people <laughs> bringing out the. Comparing their class that's like fine, average, maybe below average, to the most busted shit in the game. Like, ah, yes, Lon's range grab is powerful, and that's why Mike. Like, no. No, Musassin. No. Lon's range grab is bullshit. You know this. You know that we believe this. It's bullshit. Range grabs need to go. We agree on this subject, and you know that we agree on this subject. So why are you trying to use this in an argument against me? I I don't understand. I It's well, so annoying. Yeah, like, Lon's grab is universally agreed that it's too busted even elida yes. when he came on the podcast even elida said that he wished the grab was nerfed and he play he mains the class so he, that's why it's a bad comparison but yes uh for for your example yes all of the time when i go for a grab they dragon bite counter me that's a very common occurrence yeah yeah every time i mean i'm lucky enough that zerker has two protected grabs so those i don't get cc'd in but when i go for my fucking rooting yeah, quite frequently. I get CC'd out of rooting all the fucking time whenever I use it. So for the other classes that have unprotected grabs, like Frosty on his Kuno, I assume it happens quite frequently. Because it happens to me on my unprotected grab. So yeah, happens quite frequently. Um, Ger... Oh, Jesus Christ. Ger... Ger Davzo? What if resistances are changed like this? For example, if you have 60% KD resistance, you take 30% less damage when you're knocked down. This way, RNG would still be there because you don't know what the best combo to use against the player as it is highly dependent on what type of resistance they are running. See, I like that he's trying to meet in the middle, but at the same time, it's like, we don't want the RNG at all. Yeah, I think you're kind of missing the point. <laughs> the RNG is the problem. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know. I guess it wouldn't be... It can't be worse than what we have now. No, no, yeah. But I'd much rather right? DR... Because if someone... Like, so when you're in the middle of comboing someone and they've... You notice, like, fairly early on that they feel tanky and you're probably not going to be able to kill them and you back out. But when they surprise get up because your CC didn't work, that's that's where it's really annoying. So yeah. it would still so be I better. Feel yeah. I feel like better system than what we have now. I don't know how I feel about it if it were to be like the solution. Um, that being said, not a bad idea. Uh, Centella Soul, another comment. I've already given up on the cheap pen system as someone who's only recently just committed to grinding. I was selling all my BMCs for money and now I'm stuck with a 75 hour grind to get the 400 BMCs I need for the system. By that time, I'll have the money to buy it. So what's the point? Uh Here's the thing, Scintilla. You're not wrong that in the time it takes, but by that time you'll have the money to buy it, you can use that money for something else and use the BMCs for the armor. That's the thing. It's like, if you just grind up, save the BMCs. So, like, I actually... This is one of... I think the one of the best ways to utilize your time and money if you're grinding is chipping away at, like, multiple things. So, for example, recently... I was trying to save up money to go to for a pen accessory, and I'm grinding at Sakreya, but I'm also slowly getting Kaffir stones for my armors at the same time. And that's kind of what you can do with the BMCs. It's like, yeah, instead of full focusing all your energy on the new uh, pen system, just slowly chip away at it by saving your BMCs, 
and use your money for your accessories or other items that you need. I, I think that's kind of the ideal way to do it. Like it, when you say, what's the point you'll have the money in that time, it's like, yeah, but you could also just save a bunch of money by making these pen armors and then use the money you earned on something else. I, now me personally, because I, I was going to make, I think, uh, a Kudum at least, but I'm probably just going to wait. Cause as someone who's played for a long time, I, I much rather keep selling BMCs at six mil than save them. There's a lot of money and I know it won't be like that forever. Yep. Uh, Kashira says, Shy Revolt, real class soon, down with the non-believers. Uh, don't know about that one, but Ryan Borhara says, I think one of the reasons people feel DK does a lot of damage is because they always build full AP. I don't think DK needs more damage, strictly speaking, especially succession. I think damage modifiers against specific classes can be improved, and in terms of awakening, if some of the useless skills are improved or replaced, that will add more damage in a way. That will add more damage in a way, but awaken DK needs those skill changes IMO. Awaken DK definitely needs changes to its CCs if it's going to move away from its reliance on pre-awakening in terms of pre-awakening there are a lot of useless skills that can be improved and if awakening is going to continue relying on it it could do with aoe increases probably and maybe a slight increase in damage on some skills yeah it seems like pa's philosophy on the pre-awaken to awaken relationship is mostly awakening maybe dk is the exception because they did mention that they wanted to slightly improve the feel of going back and forth but i don't know <clears throat> Um, yeah, I, yeah, I agree though. I this, like the damage modifiers against some classes for DK is, is bad. Uh, Tong? Is it Tong? Uh, Tong? Uh, Tong says, watch Destiny, have heard about Thornwood and had their lawyers reach out. <laughs> I really hope the 1v1 arenas don't fall through the cracks, especially after they killed Node Wars this week. Slash S. Yeah, hey, I meant to ask you this. I was going to ask you off show, but I totally forgot to before the show actually started. So I'll just ask you now. How do you, how are you feeling about the new Nodor system? I don't think we've like talked about like what we think about it now that we've had it for like a month or however long it's been. Oh, like the current system that's in game, not the changes on global apps. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I like a lot of the ideas in theory. Uh, just the introduced a lot of issues but they're giving us back mercs which is one of my main issues they're giving us back caps uh, although not exactly how i'd hoped but still think it's better than the hunter man's across the board um i don't know i mean at the end of the day it's like i like the idea of it but i honestly think the biggest issue outside of the caps and the murking is that there's way too many fucking nodes i mean the fact that multiple guilds all right lo look at this um Family owns four nodes. Brutal owns one, two, three, four, five, six, seven nodes. Corrupt mm. owns four nodes. Villainous owns three nodes. Spartan owns three nodes. Legion owns four nodes. This other guild owns six nodes. Uh, Digital owns six nodes. Like, there's just way, you're just way too spread out. Like, these people are going six node, six node wars, which is essentially three weeks without a fight. Or two, two weeks, I guess, if you node war every day. It's like, I don't know. That that part of it is so bad. Like, everyone needs... The nodes need to be way fewer. There's way too many nodes. That's, like, my biggest issue with it outside of the caps. 
But I still think the idea of it is kind of cool. Unfortunately, I haven't really gotten to experience much of it. But here's one really cool thing. When you do get wiped off of your territory, you get to go just drop on somebody and fight someone. And they can't really run if they want to keep their node. Hmm. They have to deal with you. That part of it is actually kind of interesting to me. Although I guess could also be viewed as like griefy. But you know how it's like right now if like... You know, like some of the mutually assert, assured destruction guilds don't want to fight each other. Like, like, uh, well, it, for example, like I'll just use Black Rose and Cho as an example. Like, w I think a lot of people would love to watch that 1v1, right? I think that'd be a really cool 1v1 in open node war. And typically speaking, I think people feel like if one or the other is placed somewhere, the other's not going to. So that way that score never really gets settled. But if one of those guilds wanted to, they could just go place on, on the other and fight them right now. And the other one, like, either has to deal with it or dodge, you know? Yeah. So Where is Black Rose going to go? I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Assuming that they get kicked I out mean, of the castle. I mean, they were where Family they, was, right? Yes, correct. They were in Valencia when Family was in Castle. And then Black Rose took the castle, Family got out of Castle, and then Family just took Black Rose's spot. But what's interesting is that Black Rose and Ego had a non-aggression pact. The idea was that Black Rose was going to go west and Ego was going to go east with us. And now Family's here, and on their second day, Family took one of Ego's notes. But you also have Brutal creeping in, unchallenged from the West now. So this is a really interesting situation going on in yeah. Valencia. Brutal and Family, I think, is a really cool fight. So hopefully they have a war. Uh, Well, they did. Oh, did they? What happened? Yes, in like the second war, and Brutal killed Family in like 30 minutes. Really? Yep. That's now, I'm not sure. Listen, I was doing my own war at the time, so I'm not sure if, like, family was split up or what happened. All I know is that Brutal and family both placed on, uh, I think it was ZZZ's node, and family died in 30 minutes, so. Also, why, uh, why are all these guilds, ha why do all the, it's November 6th, why do all these guilds have Christmas logos? Yeah, I don't know what's up with that. That's Dude, it's weird. like all of them right here. Ego, family, yeah. and Brutal all have Christmas logos. Maybe they're all in on it together. Who what knows? do they work at Target? What is this? <laughs> You're not supposed to put out the holiday yeah. stuff yet, dude. We're way too we, soon. Also, Axiom they, has a Santa hat. Yeah, they do. They have a Santa hat. Yeah, they took a. Yeah, I don't oh, know. Oh, it's Wait, a, there was... it says that was not a real fight. Brutal and family two v one Spartan. Then brutal walked. Wait, that uh -huh. doesn't make sense. That doesn't make any sense. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, but overall... The Family lost, so that's not the fight that I'm referring to. So, incorrect. Because yeah, Family lost the fight that I'm referring to. Brutal won, so... Um, but yeah, we were also really concerned that Cho Nation was going to come over here. Oh, Family walked, uh, not Brutal. There we go. Oh, Family That, ma that makes more sense. Okay, Family walked. Okay, Family walked, okay. Um... We were really concerned that Cho Nation was going to come over here because you know how Cho Nation loves to play Dynasty Warriors, right? Yeah. And so we're sitting over here dealing with this eight Gildweenie alliance and we're like, dude, fuck, these idiots are going to drag Cho Nation over here with this goddamn bait of Dynasty Warriors in the desert. Thank God they decided to go to Gamma instead. Speaking of icons from earlier, I love Turtles icon. Turtles? Yeah, look it? at they they own Valencia right now. Look at that logo, they dude. Own that's the cutest thing I've ever seen. Oh, that's adorable. Look at that little turtle. That thing is so cute. 
All right. Oh, Barcode owns Medaya. Yeah, uh, Christmas, it's a little early for Christmas. November 1st is not Christmas, people. Yeah, it's a little early for Christmas. I, I feel like um, the, the, the look, this skill too, the Big Game Hunter is all, also Christmas logo. I, I feel like Christmas stuff is okay. Like if you want to listen to like Christmas music and start getting in the holiday spirit, I feel like it, it's like the day after Thanksgiving. That's yeah, where you sort at, of transition. See, look, Show Nation is standing up for Thanksgiving right now. Look at their emblem and camera. Uh, oh yeah, they got the turkey. Yeah, they didn't they skip turkey, the whole dude. month. I respect that. They're standing up, dude. They're saying no. It's not Christmas yet, you fucking degens. It's a turkey wearing the uh, Musa hat. Villainous as well. Villainous at the top of Medaya. They also have a uh, turkey icon. Some guilds, some guilds are still lagging behind a little bit. Corrupt still got the pumpkin. Digital still has the the orange, the orange. Uh, Where's that fun Musa hat? What's that outfit called? The fun Musa hat. Yeah, where's that outfit with the cool Musa hat? My favorite hat. What? Uh, Palgon? Or whatever it's called? Is it Palgon? Palgon? Mm. No. Oh, wait, is it? No, not Palgon. Palgon also has a fun hat. Oh, where, I don't know. Where, which one is it? You, guys you research that. I'm gonna read the Royal next enforcer? comment. Okay, I'm. This is. Oh, here it is. There it is, dude. That hat. Look at the royal enforcer enforcer hat, dude. Okay, now they have that on their me, turkey. I, I get it. Hold on, let me go see. What are you talking about here? The royal enforcer hat, dude. The cool one. The Musa, hat that Musa, Musa, Musa. the the one that's a thimble with a disc. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a great hat. But that's the, depressing. But the turkey that Cho Nation has is wearing the Musa hat. Yeah. You know what really sucks cool. about Royal Enforcer? I is... forget which class it is. I think it's Sage. That's yeah. Sage's <laughs> Halloween outfit. I know. Is it? Is it Sage? I think it is. I think you're right. I think it is Sage. It's so... I feel so bad for the Sages. They got fucked. Ah, look at it, dude. It's so bad. Look at it's it, it, awful. it looks like this dude's wife dressed him up and he didn't want to have to wear this for Halloween. Yeah. It's like look at that face. Oh He's all my grumpy. God, it looks so bad. Oh my god. They got done dirty, dude. They got done dirty. Real bad. Yo, did you see the new archer outfit? Yes. Yes. It, oh it looks very my cool. god. Dude, the bow. The bow looks like it was designed by a sage. Bro. The week before with the warrior outfit and now this archer. Why are all my old classes getting good outfits? What is going on? Yeah, let me find a picture of this one so we have it. Hold on one sec. Uh, archer, archer, archer outfit. Where are you? Aha. I think, there it is. I, I think got I it. I can find it if you can't. You I got, got it? it? Yeah. Dude, the bow. Yeah. The bow looks really, really cool. Yeah. It looks so good. It looks so fucking good. Oh my god, my wallet. Um, okay. Let's get back to comments here. We got a bit distracted. Uh, we have three more to go. Focus up, Frosty. Let's go. All right, all right. Jetspark says, only thing I'm going to say is that you guys are great. So many great things said in this podcast about Shy, but we all want to be donkey riders. Okay, I just wanted to be absolutely clear. The donkey <laughs> is Shy Crack, and we want it. Dream Donkey couldn't get in the game soon enough. Nodders, if you kill our donkey, OMG, you just don't kill the donkey. Shy Army will find you, put you in a dress, parade you around town. We have a band. We can do these things. 
Dude, Shy's. Shy's crazy. Shy is crazy. Uh, G- Jimin's Jam? I yeah. feel like I said that horribly wrong, but we'll go with it. If what Shaky Bay posts about the new Musa re-nerf is true, then it's been a good three-year ride as a Musa. It's very clear now PA hates Musa Mewa. <laughs> it's not like they will fuck up Ninja Rework, right? Oh, God. Hey, um, no, no comment. Uh, Air Elentina says, great podcast until this guy just started bitching and bitching about Guardian and Corsair. We all know how broken they are. Really repetitive to hear it in a podcast themed about unrelated topics. Who is talking about Guardian and Corsair? I don't know, but I find it hilarious that it's themed about unrelated topics. We're talking about DK and Valkyrie. And like I don't know about Corsair, but Guardian for sure. I know that is a hard matchup for DKs, right? Because it's just SA block class. Yeah. Oh look, Resler, your doppelgangers in chat. There's Bear. Oh my god. All right, that's <laughs> it for the comments. <laughs> that's it for the show. Uh, Close this out. That's it for the show. Yeah, this has been going far too long. Remember when we said we were going to speed run this? Good times. Yeah. Uh. All right. Uh, yeah. Thanks everybody for watching. Hopefully everyone had a good time. Bit more of a bit more of a relaxed show uh, this week. Um, if you want to check out any of our streams, you can find them in the description. Uh, Twitch.tv/slowfrosty for Frosty's stream. Twitch.tv/notreslar for mine. And Twitch.tv/nayashi underscore and a for Nayashi. Um, car. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, sorry. Never mind. Uh. Yeah, thanks to the patrons. Thanks for all the people leaving comments. Sorry we had to do a little bit of a catch-up. But uh, leave a comment, let us know your thoughts, and we'll read it next week. And yeah, that's it. Catch y'all later.